MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. It is Wednesday, August 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver, who rose to become one of New Jersey's most prominent black leaders and passionately advocate for revitalizing cities and against gun violence, died Tuesday after a sudden illness. She was 71. No cause of death was given, according to a statement from her family issued by Governor Phil Murphy's office. Oliver was serving as acting governor while Murphy and his family are on vacation in Italy. His office said that she had been hospitalized on Monday. Murphy said he and his family are distraught at the news. Naming Oliver as his lieutenant governor was, he said, the best decision I ever made. She was the first black woman to hold statewide elected office in New Jersey, winning the vote alongside Murphy in 2017 and again in 2021. I mean, it must have been a super sudden illness yeah. because, I mean, if the governor's on vacation... Yeah. Everything was good enough for him to leave? Exactly. Yeah, that's terrible. So who, who's third? Who steps I'm, in after I'm the not, lieutenant governor? That's uh, a good question. I have a name for you, Steve. Give me a minute here. Uh, she was a well-known figure in state government and made history in 2010 by becoming the first black woman to lead the state assembly. In contrast to her predecessor, who uh, rarely appeared alongside Governor Chris Christie, Oliver regularly stood at Murphy's side and signed several bills into law while serving as acting governor. She was a compelling public speaker and frequent attendee at Murphy's bill signings and other events where he typically introduced her as his rocking lieutenant governor. It was unclear who would immediately succeed her. A New Jersey's constitution calls for uh, Senate President Nicholas uh, Skirtari to serve as acting governor if the governor and lieutenant governor are out of state or incapacitated. Mm. The Constitution requires Murphy to appoint Oliver's uh, successor within 45 days. Mm. Officers in Memphis said they shot and arrested an armed man who allegedly opened fire outside a Hebrew school on Monday. Police responded to 911 calls around 12-11 in the afternoon of a gunman outside of the Margolin Hebrew Academy, according to officials. The unidentified suspect allegedly tried to gain entry into the school and open fire outside of the campus when he couldn't get in. Uh, Assistant Police Chief Don Crow told reporters at a news conference a screen grab from the school's uh, security footage obtained by ABC News showed the suspect going through the school's pre-entrance doors. Thankfully, that school had a great safety procedure process in place and avoided anyone from being harmed or injured at the scene, he said. The suspect fled the scene in a maroon truck, but school officials were able to provide officers with images of the suspect and a description of the vehicle. Officers were soon able to locate the suspect's vehicle and conducted a traffic stop three miles from the school. The suspect allegedly exited the vehicle with the handgun in his hand, and an officer shot him, Crow said. The suspect was taken to the hospital in critical condition, according to police. Crow declined to give details about what prompted the officer to fire his weapon or if the suspect fired any shots during the traffic spot uh, stop. The ongoing investigation. Memphis police said in a statement that their officers mitigated a potential mass shooting situation. Two weeks ago, Memphis police said that they prevented another mass shooting attack where a 28 year old suspect was allegedly plotting to shoot people who were leaving an event at the FedEx Forum. The Mega Millions jackpot increased to an estimated $1.25 billion after no one beat the odds Tuesday night and won the massive lottery prize. Here we go again, right? Unbelievable. If you want to check your numbers, the winning numbers drawn last night uh, were 8, 24, 30, 45, 61, and the yellow ball was 12. No one has won the Mega Millions jackpot since April 18th, allowing it to grow larger and larger. The one point. You guys heading to Joe's? 
Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes. yes. The $1.25 billion prize is now one of the largest in U.S. history. Tuesday night's drawing for $1.1 billion was the 30th straight without a winner. Uh, the lottery drought is due to a combination of poor luck and terrible odds, as the chance of winning the Mega Millions jackpot is 1 in 302.6 million. So you're saying that when someone doesn't win, it's because of poor luck? <laughs> That's probably the reason. I love the information. Yeah. I'd, I'd like for the investigation on that. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'm not believing it. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. The odds of winning smaller prizes ranging from $1 to $2 million are significantly better, Steve. So oh, okay. You can try for that. that. Right. The new $1.25 billion jackpot is for a sole winner who chooses to collect through annuity or annual payments over 30 years. The sole winner who opts for a lump sum payment would receive an estimated $625.3 million. Winners also would be subject to federal taxes as many states also tax lottery winnings. Well, Casey and I are pulling for you guys because we don't get the good luck pass yeah, from Mrs. Joe's. Mrs. Joe's case. Yep. He's Miguel. Mega Millions is played in 45 states, Washington, D.C., and the U.S. Virgin Islands. In sports this morning. came back to beat the Marlins yeah. 3-1 last night right. in Miami. Yeah. Nick Castellanos hit a tie-breaking two-run home run in the ninth inning to rally the Phillies to the win. Castellanos hit a slider off of former Philly David Robertson as the Phillies scored three runs in the ninth. <laughs> Robertson allowed a leadoff walk to Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper hit an opposite field double that scored pinch runner Jake Cave from first. The series continues tonight. Zach Wheeler will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 6.40. In other baseball news, Bramer Valdez threw the 16th no-hitter in Astros history in a 2-0 win over the Cleveland Guardians last night in Houston. Hours after the Astros reacquired pitcher Justin Verlander from the New York Mets, Valdez allowed just one base runner on a walk in the fifth inning, but still faced the minimum thanks to a double play. Valdez finished with seven strikeouts and threw for just 93 pitches, making it the third-fewest pitches in a no-hitter or perfect game since 1988. The no-hitter was the third in the majors this season. And the Union will host rivals D.C. United in their League's Cup round of 32 contests set for 8 o'clock tomorrow night at Subaru Park. The match will be the second meeting in 2023 between the Eastern Conference rivals with the two playing to a scoreless draw at Subaru Park in May. And that's what I have for you this morning. You know that we have been... For roughly 14 years, <laughs> have been playing, playing that, that? that clip <gasps> of Nick. And Is it really 14 they did. It was 2009, years? right? 15 years. 2008. 2008. 2008. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's been 15 years that We that, have discussed, yes. That that has been... They did it! And it's been a part of the show. Nick and I have been racking our brains on how to absolutely replicate it tonally because it's almost like it's oh, lightning in a bottle. Yeah, yeah it'll because never happen. It yeah, won't. yeah, yeah. It that won't. was a lot of uh, those twenty-five years of frustration built into <laughs> one soundbite. And, and not only that, could not help but sound uh, you know inaccurate. Just the the uh, the uh, ambience of being in Jiggies and Pete's with yeah. a just butts to nuts crowd. Yeah. Uh, all of that would have to be replicated in order to get there.
I know. I know some listeners hate that clip. I know. Listen, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, it drives a lot of people crazy. Oh, and occasionally, I, uh, I get tired of it myself. But um, uh, also, uh, just know there was a lot of joy behind that yell. <laughs> yeah. There sure was. You know, though, like some mornings, it's like it's just another. It, yep. it, 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 yeah. And then there's like today, it, it punctuates. Like, it got me. Like mm-hmm. I was like, because I think maybe because you kept playing it too. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> like, the same thing with the Pierre and the Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the Baba. I hear it almost every day, yeah. and there are some days it really cracks me. Oh, yeah. Up, I will be sitting here when turn the mics off, and I am laughing my ass off at just that that the sound of that. Well, you hear different elements of it. Like I, yeah. I like it. I was like, hey, everybody! I yeah. like that part where he's you know he's really doing the pukey <laughs> DJ, and then the string of nonsense is so impressive. Oh, it's the best, man! All right, well, anyhow, uh, welcome to Wednesday. Welcome back, Kathy. Thank you. You're doing okay. I am. Merci Thank your you. face. Merci beaucoup. Yeah, uh, and we have a few things lined up for today. We have a secret text word today. Your chance to win a four pack of Adventure Aquarium admission tickets. Okay? It's a great place. It is a shark summer. At Adventure Aquarium, featuring Scuba Tooth Fairy and the largest collection of sharks in the Northeast. So, text word secret to three nine three three three. Send a word back to you. Ask you to call in later with the word designated caller wins. We'll also grab a random texture. And listen, do you think that you won the one point two five billion yeah. from uh, Mega Millions? You would still pick up your four pack of Adventure Aquarium tickets if you won them from us. I think I would. How could you not? I love the aquarium, right? Yeah. So, uh, and make, just to see their tooth fairy get eaten. Even if you bought a uh, a lottery ticket, please text the word secret to 39333. Uh, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day today uh, around 7.55 a.m. And also, we will have in our studio a kid by the name of Cheddar Wiz. <laughs> he is a contestant in the mullet championships. This is a national championship, right, Nick? Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's six years old? Yes. Okay. He's going to be stopping in. His real name is Rory, uh, but he goes by Cheddar Wiz. That's his mullet name. Uh, and he, his mom are coming in. His mother is a former calendar uh, gal of ours. Right, right. Yeah. I, I got to say, my money is on a Cheddar because oh my God, he's, he's so, rocking a major mullet. He's so cute. Look <laughs> yeah, at this kid. Yeah. All right, so we'll get him in here uh, around 9 o'clock and uh, see what his story is and how you can vote for him. Yeah. And bring a little mullet pride to the region. <laughs> uh, we also have a meet need today because uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, movie is opening today, so <gasps> Pizza Hut's stopping Oh, up. really? Yeah, they're yeah. going to drop off some pizza and I would imagine some giveaways in Canada. Oh. Oh, yeah. right, so oh, yeah. listen up for your chance to win. We are going to take a break right about now. We're going to return in a moment with a stupid question and the entertainment report. So please hang around on this Wednesday morning with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborn diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborn diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question, prize family four pack of tickets to see, uh, and also meal vouchers, by the way, to see uh, the three ice champion game, which is going to be Saturday, August 12th at the Wells Fargo Center. So the question that I ask you this morning is, what was the first Super Bowl to use Roman numerals in its title? Ah. 215263WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What was the first Super Bowl to use Roman numerals in this title? 215263WMMR. We'll go through some birthdays today. There's several of them on Wednesday, the second day of August. Edward Furlong, the actor. Uh, Terminator 2 is the kid in that movie. Yes, he was um, a, a great discovery. He was terrific in that role. He had a troubled experience a couple of years after that, but now he's apparently all good, good. and doing glad, well. Glad to hear that. Uh, yes. American History X, another amazing oh film that he was in. One of the one of the rare movies that the first time I saw it, I watched it again the same day. I watched it two times <laughs> in one day. If you've never Incredible. seen it. And you know what the weird part is? Is the director has disavowed his connection to it. I'm like, dude, it's a great movie. Very powerful. Uh, he is 46 years old today. Mary Louise Parker uh, is 59. Um, shows like Weeds. Yeah. Uh, movies like uh, Red Dragon or uh, series like Angels in America. She's and a great actress. She's in the movie Red 2 as well, right? Uh, red and Red. Yes. The second I one? didn't see those. I've only yeah. seen clips They're of fun. them. But I believe you are uh, correct, sir. She's uh, 59 today. Hey, it's our buddy's birthday. Kevin Smith. Hey! Celebrates a birthday today. He is 53 years old. Happy to be alive. Obviously, he had that heart attack a few years ago. Changed his outlook on life. Um, and he's doing great now. And uh, we love checking in with Kevin. So, buddy, happy birthday to you. The best guest you could imagine for radio. Oh, my God. Yeah. One question and oh, 25 minutes later. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now, a person who I think we were instrumental in turning his life around celebrates a birthday today. Butch Patrick yes. of the Monsters played Eddie on the show. He is 70 today, and we had him. We showed him the dark side of life, and it turned him around. He was one of he was probably our grand marshal of the uh, Haunted Horror Ride, which was a, uh, a thing we used to do. We would get uh, dancers, exotic dancers, to be on. And it, it came from a flub. It was yeah. Supposed to be it was supposed to be haunted hayride, and I forgot who accidentally said haunted horror ride, and we just ran with it. It was goofy, and we had Butch go out. It was in the morning, and he went back to the club and started drinking and stuff. And he tied a big one on, and he yeah. realized. I can't do this anymore. Uh-huh. I have a drinking problem, and I need to get over this. And he went right into straightening, straightening up his life. He's doing great. I hope it stayed that way. I haven't yeah. really been keeping tabs on him, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was an important day. <laughs> it's wild. You know, he's a prostate cancer survivor as well. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, happy seventieth to Butch Patrick, uh, Joe Lynn Turner, uh, who is the singer not of this version of Rainbow Casey. Do me a favor. Pull up Stone Cold. Uh, I'm sorry, Deep Purple. Yeah, Stone Cold or Street of Dreams. Those. 
those are the songs that uh, he had a hit with. So he did a turn in Deep Purple, but he was also in Rainbow, another uh, that's a spinoff that Richie Blackmore from okay. Deep Purple had, but um, uh, great singer. And also, you know what, he did a lot of uh, like commercial uh, singing and yeah. backup singing and yeah. stuff like that as well, yeah. So he turns uh, 72 years old today, but... This is him singing. Uh, yeah, see, listen to that voice that had. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. I don't know how far in a song it takes before <laughs> the vocals come in, but we probably it's getting won't a sandwich right now. Have enough time to uh, to get there, unless you guys just want to. I'll be there in a second. Kind of vibe for a moment. We can do that. Hang on, here we go. Every night I have the same old dream about you and me and what's in between. It's a great song. It's a, it's a great voice. Who did the singing for that Real American Hero campaign? That was actually the original. Now, uh, we thought that it might have been Joe Lynn Turner for a little while. Right. Zach had told me this, but it turns out it was the original lead singer from Survivor. I knew it was somebody. Oh, okay. The guy who did uh, Eye of the Tiger. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe it was him. Uh, but anyhow, Joe Lynn Turner is... Celebrating his 72nd birthday today. Uh, Garth Hudson, he was in the band. Oh, the yeah. keyboardist and uh, a saxophonist as well. Love the band. And he turns, wow, 86 years old today. Who was the, 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 the guy who committed suicide? He was a, a savant. Yes. And he, he, was was, the, he was the bass player. Right. Oh, wait, committed suicide? I or, thought that was the case. Yeah. Um, or at one, so a couple of guys died from overdoses. Yeah. And, oh, man, Steve, I, I've i forgotten. Uh, Nick, can you pull up the cast? Uh, it was... Oh, Rick Danko died. He, yeah. was, he sings like high harmony. He was a really great musician. But I don't know anybody who took their own life. Uh, but Maybe I'm misremembering. But, that, that, I mean, that Last Waltz movie is still in the top three concert films ever. It's just... Magical, and in that movie, Garth is the one who explains how they got their name. The yep, band, yeah, so yeah. Uh, happy eighty sixth to him. Uh, it's Judge Ito's birthday today. Lance Ito. Lance Ito. Uh, it's funny here. It says retired celebrity judge. So he, well, he was the OJ trial judge. That was the big complaint against him is that he got caught up with the uh, all the celebrity and was yeah. doing all the stuff that was probably inappropriate for a judge who was on an active trial. So he's seventy three today, and the last birthday is Sam Worthington. Yeah, he was in Terminator Salvation, uh, but obviously he was the lead in uh, the Avatar films. Have you seen uh, Way of the Water? Not seen Way of the Water. Yeah, it's I'm good. Just check that out. And then Clash of the Titans he was in as well. He's uh, 47 today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. What was the first Super Bowl to use Roman numerals in its title? 215-263-WMMR, the number, and we will go to Claire. Hi there, Claire. Hey, sorry for bothering you at work. <laughs> now nah, we're looking for an answer, Claire. What was the first Super Bowl to use Roman numerals in its number title? Number five. Number five is correct. <laughs> or V, if you will. Uh, hang on a second, Claire. I'm going to give you a four-pack of tickets with meal vouchers to the Three Ice Championship game Saturday, August 12th. Wells Fargo Center for a limited time. You can score tickets for just 10 bucks. You can go to 3ice.com and take advantage of this special offer. That's the number 3ice.com. What was the explanation? We, we was, I think we just talked about it. Why they went with Roman numerals uh, for movie dates. When you see a, a movie and its date of production is listed. It's in Roman numerals, and that was for a specific reason, and I forget what it was. Was w- w- Did we talk about it? 
Don't think so. Yeah. I'm not really sure, so. I'm probably stupid. No, yeah, no. Yeah. We, we're all yeah. in, on the stupid wagon, so don't worry. About stupid wagon. <laughs> so let's start with this. SAG-AFTRA uh, is in it to win it, according to the union president, Fran Drescher. Uh, the nanny actress appeared on the Today she Show. She trademarked that. Uh, Tuesday and revealed that actors are prepared to strike for at least the next six months. Yeah. She said, well, I don't have a crystal ball. When asked how uh, long she thinks the strike will last, she said, we have financially prepared ourselves for the next six months and we're really in to win it. She and said all the proceeds from the German version of the nanny theme will go to SAG after. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Drescher added that uh, they've tried to continue negotiation, uh, negotiating with the AMPTP, but to no avail. She said, from the minute we said that we were on strike now, uh, after the extension ran out, we said we are happy to continue negotiating. Let's keep talking. And they said no, but they are digging mm. their heels in. Well, I remember the last time uh, they, in the, the, one of these went on for a long time. This is the process. You go back and forth many times right. and then somebody budges. Right, exactly. All right, well, here we go. In the meantime, while we're waiting out the strike, Gwyneth Paltrow is teaming up with Airbnb in an effort to, quote, make the world a little less lonely. The actress shared a video tour of her guest house in Montecito, California to Instagram on Tuesday and revealed that two people will get the chance to stay there for a night. She said, loneliness is a human condition, but in the past few years, increased Man. isolation and our lack of community has made our lives more fragmented. Gwyneth Paltrow's right. Uh, Airbnb <laughs> had the brilliant idea of doing something to make the world a little less lonely, which is why I'm inviting you to come stay at my Montecito guest house for a night. I think you'd like this place, Kathy. Yeah, it's got you all <laughs> over. Very yeah. zen. It's a... Uh, Mark Summers is a neighbor. That's where Mark lives. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's not giant. It's it's very, very pretty. It's in a beautiful setting. The front rooms apparently smell like her vagina, and the back rooms <laughs> like her butthole. Oh, That's my God. Because yeah. they're burning those they're candles. Scented, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it is nice. Fans can begin booking on August 15th, and uh, the stay is only open to two guests. In addition to lying by the pool and going on Gwyneth's favorite hike, guests can look forward to having dinner with the actress herself. How oh. You would feel restored with in a place like that. I think if you just wanted to get away from it all. Oh, totally. And hang out with Gwyneth. And hang with Gwenny. Talk about everything. You can goop all over yeah, the place. Yeah, goop, yeah. Have a goop fest. Oh, hey. So, there's the goop. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is having fun at 54. Uh, the actress shared photos and video from her recent birthday party uh, through her On the J-Lo newsletter on Monday, including a video of her dancing by herself on a table to Lizzo's About Damn Time. <laughs> no Ben Affleck? Uh, she wrote that her husband, Ben, hosted the party at I'd the... I'd like to apologize <laughs> to Jennifer Gardner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Uh, Nick just pulled up a picture of her, and I will incorporate this into my fantasy life. She is in, uh, it's either a bathing suit or lingerie. I think it's lingerie. I can't wow. tell. Uh, but she looks outstanding. Is she that is, the skull sealer behind her? She is happy. I apologize <laughs> to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chris Lagon, the philosopher of evil and the skull sealer. I will say that she is a perfect example of a, a woman who has gotten more attractive. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And she, she works hard to keep her body yes. like that. Yeah. And so therefore, those who do work hard to keep their bodies like that like to show their bodies Absolutely. Like that. And she's definitely doing that. Hey, speaking of skull sealer? Lizzo. Oh, no. 
Uh, three of her former dancers have accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating oh. a hostile work environment in a lawsuit that was filed on Tuesday. Now, this oh. article I have is 10 pages long. Oh. Whoa. Wow. I'm I just going to touch on some of the stuff because there's a lot There here. is a lot. Okay, so uh, they, they filed this lawsuit. They also alleged she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an Amsterdam club and subjected the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. The dancers accused Lizzo of calling attention to one dancer's weight gain and later berating, then firing that dancer after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. She also accuses uh, the captain of Lizzo's dance team of proselytizing uh, to other performers and deriding those who had premarital sex while sharing lewd sexual fantasies, simulating oral sex, and publicly discussing the virginity of one of the plaintiffs. If the suit uh, the suit does not say if Lizzo knew about the allegations linked to the dance captain, whose name is Shirley Quigley, uh, but the plaintiffs believed the singer was aware of their complaints about her. Now, in addition to accusations of a hostile, hostile work environment and sexual harassment, the suit brings claims uh, for religious and racial harassment, false imprisonment, interference with protective economic advantage, and other allegations. This is all legalese I'm reading. Of course. Not every claim was brought against each ipso facto exculpatory defendant. But here we go. So this is this is the juicy stuff. The trip to Amsterdam, uh, the stri- the strip club, which is called uh, Benenbar, happened after a performance in the city earlier this year. The suit states that Lizzo's after parties were routine and non mandatory, but they allege that those who attended were favored by the singer and had greater job security. All right, so I got it. It's in your best interest to right, go. Right, right. At the club, Lizzo allegedly began inviting cast members to take their turns touching the new performer. Catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas. Oh, we got to do that. And eating bananas that what were protruding the from there. Oh Lizzo then turned so, her. So, oh, okay. All right. I mean, it's Amsterdam. Wow. So it's Amsterdam. Yeah. It's banana night. So. <laughs> I mean, you Welcome know, to Banana, Banana Night. Night in Amsterdam. Yeah. But does this have any... I mean, where is this lawsuit um it's coming from filed. a couple of people. I No, no, no. I, but this happened, court. this happened in Amsterdam. Like, is there a... Not all of this happened in oh, Amsterdam. Okay, okay. okay, so some of this happened elsewhere. It was filed in the Los Angeles Superior Court. So can I ask you guys, since you're pretty well-versed in this, if you are going to consume a banana that's been in someone's genitals, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday... What's the best Wednesday, day Wednesday, probably. Okay. It's still a little firm. All right. Uh, but not like that brand new Monday banana, which right. is a little yeah. too difficult. Because you're, you're, you're walking a tightrope. Yeah, you might you squish keep it. it. Right. By Friday, it might be, yeah. it might, you know, break in half. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday banana, most likely. Yeah. Kathy, what do you think? What do you, What have you done? Not answering that ridiculous question. No, so no, no. it says here, Lizzo then turned her attention to Ms. Davis. This is one of the uh, plaintiffs uh, and, or one of the, yeah. Uh, the people that are bringing the suit forward and began uh, pressuring Ms. Davis to touch the breasts of one of the nude women. Davis declined. Lizzo allegedly led a chant, goading her to do so. After Davis declined three more times, the chant grew louder and more strident, demanding a visibly uncomfortable Ms. Davis to engage with the performer. When she eventually acquiesced and briefly touched the performer, the group burst into laughter, the suit says. Afterwards, Lizzo allegedly pressed a member of her security staff to get on stage and began yelling, take it off, according to the suit. Mm. 
Uh, so there's more to that, by the way. Like I said, this is yeah. 10 pages long. The racial harassment claim is linked to what the suit describes as comments charged with racial and fatphobic animus <laughs> that were made by touring company employees. So Lizzo, not herself doing that, but or like her dance captain was. So I wonder how much of this... So you talk about what you can prove in court. Like Kevin Spacey right. got away with, yeah. or at least whatever, I'm flirty. That's what he said. Yeah. Could the nature of this be? We were out having a good time. It, was it not, might be. Right? It so, borders on hazing, though. It does. A couple of these people were fired, and okay. that's that's why yeah, the reason okay. this happened. But I think it's it's a situation. I'm where... I'm just thinking in court how you you know the onus to prove that you know. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be tough, right? But it sounds like there was a series of things, and it just kind of kept dragging on these things that the people didn't agree with. Do they have any of the bananas as evidence? Uh, maybe I would hope so. Uh, maybe there's DNA testing on those or something. Uh, but it sounds like this just kind of kept eroding and yeah. chipping away and chipping away and eventually they got fired and they're like, dude, we've been treated like crap for a long time. Yeah. You know? So that's why they... Um, it just seems weird that she would be, that there'd be like shaming. That's kind of her thing is that well, yeah. They're, they're, the, the, the dancers are like plus-sized women. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's not like they're, you know, thin and put on weight or something right. like that, but I, I don't think Lizzo is the one that was doing that. Right. I think it's their dance. And it's, you know, it's like the, um, uh, you know, we've seen a TV show. Was it Ellen or whatever that, 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 that yeah, supposedly yeah, yeah. the management was right. being really rude? So who knows? The other thing that's interesting to me about this case is that Lizzo has been known for a long time for keeping her dancers around forever. It's the same women, the same people have been in this, in this <clears> dance troupe right. since really she started becoming big and uh, she's rewarded them for their loyalty and they've stuck around um, as a result of it and so to see this happen is kind of disheartening um we have mike on the line he's been at that bar really? in Michigan, and it is uh, Hi, mike. by the way real quick before i bring him on it is yeah it's called the bananan bar so i think that means bananan bar banana in uh in dodge i'm wow. not really sure let me go to mike hey mike good morning yo how you guys doing good what's up mike I've been to the banana bar, and what they're talking about, about shooting things, and you catch them, yeah. that's part of a five-act show. Oh, my God. So okay, you go into the banana bar, and it's all you can drink, liquor or beer, okay. but you're only allowed to stay for one hour. Okay. And the bar, behind the bar, they don't stand back there. It's actually a bed, so... There is no behind the bar. The bar is raised up, and they're laying there like they're in bed, except the caps are all up there and the bottles. So me and my brothers went in there. Uh, we were in Europe for a Ween concert. <laughs> the first part of the show, the five parts with these ladies. Now, keep in mind, these are six-foot-one, six-foot-two Dutch women. Wow. They're big. Yeah. And I don't mean like fat. I mean like chicks that can beat your ass. Amazon like Amazons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, number one, you uh, get to cover her with oil. The second one, she will fire um, phallic objects out, and you have to catch them. Oh, my God. Because it's very slippery. Oh, my God. Okay. You only get one glass to drink your beer out of. She picks it up off the floor, rinses it off in his beer, makes him drink it, or he doesn't get another beer. Then there's the banana girl that puts a banana somewhere. Okay. Peel the banana. I got volunteered to go up on stage, and you have to eat said banana. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Uh, All right, let me. Hang on. A clarification: Is there an early bird special? No, 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 no. Is is there part of the peel that is protecting that yes, banana? The banana goes in, and then it be, gets peeled so that there is no contact. Okay. Wow. Oh my. God. Are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? Live broadcast? Um, I'm, I'm this, thinking this, 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 yeah. this is one of the. I'm trying to do this uh, as completely PG. Yeah, you're, you're, Mike, doing, you're doing yeah. a great job. You're doing a great job, Mike. I am. We're just thinking of a sorority event. I am all in on this conversation. Go ahead. 
I'll put it this way. The banana bar was the best one hour of me and my brother's <laughs> lives. <laughs> Mike, that's incredible. We were so polite because they get so many rude idiots from... Everywhere. America. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. That they let me and my brother stay in there till closing time because <gasps> we were having so much fun. Oh, my so, so God. Mike, Mike, but in general, you have an hour in there you and then you have to hour. leave. Then they call your name and you have to leave. All right, wow. Mike, question, how much does that hour cost? Do you remember? The best 50 bucks I ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is this in uh, red light? Could you have sex with these women if you wanted to? You cannot have sex with them. Um, somebody with us. Attempted that. Um, she puts whipped cream all over an area, and her hand is there, so you actually can't touch it. And she tells you to lick it off. Well, he tried to slip around that, and she smacked him in the uh, face. Oh my so god! Hard that he had whipped cream all over his face, and she said, "Don't lick my uh uh." And he was like, "I didn't." But it looks <laughs> funny when you got whipped cream all over your face, dude. And, you didn't, and a handprint, dude. Mike, this is like this, this is like is, Sodom and Gomorrah, a Caligula. Oh so, god. Anything else you would like to know about this? It I mean, says here. That, it says here Mike. that they also do tax preparation. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. I yeah. did not go in or see that office. Mike, how, there. how'd you find out about this joint? My brother told me that one of his friends said, "If you're in Amsterdam, you got to hit this place." And we have the kind of friends. If you get advice like that, you follow it. Oh <laughs> God, it sounds like a like wow. a, an insane experience, Mike. It was incredible, and it was after a Ween concert. <laughs> Ween? Ween's great, yeah. No, no Hope's Finest. Ween in the and, banana bar. Uh, hold on. Yeah, we flew there to see Ween. We went in there, so we um, we were, uh, what's the right word to use? On were you radio? tripping? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, would you, if you had the opportunity, would you go back or is your original... Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think what Steve's getting at is, could it ever live Top up to it. that experience again? I mean, like, you guys... Well, oh, I never told you the best part. <laughs> when, it was, when it was all done, the last girl comes up and she goes, one name. And my brothers had already volunteered me to get up on stage twice. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I didn't tell you about that part. The girl takes a phallic member, sticks it in my mouth backwards, climbs up on top of my face, and has sex with my head oh. using that thing. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my wow. God. And then this, and it gets better. I still have the post. It gets better? How many best parts of this story are there? Uh, this is the end of it. The okay. girl walks up and says, give me one name. And, of course, they're all yelling, Mike. So I get up, or she takes a Sharpie out. Drops a postcard on the bar, sticks the Sharpie somewhere with no hands, signs a postcard to Mike, love the P word, XOXO, and that is on my refrigerator. <laughs> and, and, and so, Mike, she wrote that with her, with her uh, private parts? Absolutely no hands, and it's perfectly legible. And her penmanship is... Listen, I don't care, even if you're reviled by all this, you have to be impressed yeah. by yeah. the craftsmanship. There is no revile. Yeah. I mean, that's talent. Yeah. Even I, mean, I can admit my, that. That's better than my but my penmanship with my hands. Seriously. And you still have the note? Absolutely. And cursive. This is no cursive. Mike, Mike, you still have the note on your fridge? Absolutely. Can you send us a picture yes, of it? Yeah, please. Yeah, I, see that. I do. I'm on my way. I'm a sprinkler fitter, so I'm on my way to work now. Okay. But I can definitely text it to you guys after work. Mike, Mike, we're gonna yeah. we're, we're gonna hold you to that. Oh my please, God. we're yeah. gonna hold you to that. Make sure you send that to us. All right. The postcard shows the layout of the bar, of how the girls are laying there, how it's a bed. 
not how they stand behind it. So you can get an idea. Okay. So, so what, what Mike is, is describing is in the 70s, a documentary about they, what they used to, there used to be clubs in Manhattan mm. uh, where there would literally be a bed up at the bar level, mm. if, if what he's saying is correct, and they would have... Full sex. You'd go watch that. Mike. Yes, sir. That's how it was set up to be. But you weren't allowed to do the final. I mean, almost everything else. But there was no sex in the banana bar. Gotcha. How, many, how many years ago was this? This was in 2008 or 2009. Okay. I flew to see Ween at the Paradiso in, in Amsterdam. <laughs> and then I flew to see them in uh, Dublin, which is ironic because I'm flying to Colorado to see them tonight at Red Rock. Oh, oh dude, you're right. a super a mega fan. Ween yeah. fan. Yeah. Wow. yeah. How many of you guys all went? Uh, me and my two brothers. Okay. All right. That's wow. cool. All right. We, we appreciate the insight, yeah. man. Mike, this is one of the greatest phone calls we've ever taken on the show. I out early because my brother tried to kill me. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Mike, send that picture. All right. Thanks, bud. I definitely will. Yeah. All right, talk so to you this later. sounds yeah. like the, yeah. the place to yeah. go, right? They're like, it's, give us one name, and they're all like, Michael. 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 Oh, my God. I can't believe, I also can't believe we went with his brothers. Like, I guess that's, like... The, it's more of a guy thing, I guess. Of, like, the way yeah. you when, take your grandparents. Well, when, like, girls go out with their sisters, yeah, they, yeah. Don't, they don't really do anything like that. No? Then, <laughs> you don't go to hen parties with your... Uh... <laughs> You've been to Amsterdam, know. right? A person so you're saying you've been there? No, Hagen. no, I went to Copenhagen. Oh, I've okay. I've Nick's been to Amsterdam. Uh, okay. Nick, so the, the red light district, is is it is it exactly what we're told it is, or is it a, a little it's bit actually, more? It's pared back a little bit since I was there. Um, I think uh, it's not quite the tourist attraction that it once was. But um, Is it a bit of a, an embarrassment now for the, them? Or? I don't know if embarrassment's the right word, because people come there uh, to see it. Right. But, I mean, like people go to Amsterdam for, for the party, and right. the party was there. And clearly the banana bar is, is a party. I, my my mind is is all over the place right now with that description of what went on. And Sorority Mike event? is clearly telling the truth that that's what yeah. they do at that place. Well, that's what what uh, the the, yeah. the thing with Lo is yeah. describing exactly that. I'm looking at Ween, Ween set list May fifteenth two thousand eight <laughs> at the parody zone Amsterdam. All right, that's exactly there. when he was describing it. That's crazy. Okay, all right, Mike. Thank you. Send that Send picture. That picture. All right, uh, because of that, I'm skipping over a bunch of stories I was going to get to. No, it was worth right. it. We don't have time, but, Casey, not the clips. Oh, I got you. There's a movie opening today. <laughs> Maybe movie. One movie opening this weekend, or today, I should say. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. It's an animation adventure comedy starring Micah Abbey, Rose Byrne, and John Cena. After years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers. Uh, their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon... Get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. Uh, it's an hour, 39 minutes long. Rated PG. Wide theater release gets a big, fat 95% score. That's pretty damn good. At Rotten Tomatoes. That's a great score. You know, this, the animation style reminds me of some of the animation you see in the uh, Spider-Verse movies. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's pretty cool. Got a very cool look to it. All right, now we can do the clips. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 
Eels tells the story of two brothers from Georgia competing for fame and glory in the professional wrestling world. And here, actor Trey Tucker teases an exciting end to the show's second season. Man, the whole season is great. The way that they, the way we bring it home is fantastic. I think it's, I think it's an even better finale than season one. If you aren't hooked on the show by the end of the first season, I can't imagine that you won't be by the end of the second. I don't. I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. Uh, the uh, season two premiere uh, happened over the weekend on Stars of Heels. Hope Here's you enjoyed it. The next clip. Mm-hmm. The Twisted Metal TV series brings classic video game franchise to life. In this clip, actor and wrestler Samoa Joe talks about stepping into the role of Sweet Tooth. You know, when I was asked, hey, have you heard of Twisted Metal? I said, did you own a PlayStation? Because, I mean, pretty much, I think it actually came with the system actually when you bought it. But uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal in general, Sweet Tooth, obviously being the face of it, it was something that was really, very big to me when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, once given the opportunity to portray Sweet Tooth, uh, it was a very, very easy decision. I don't I don't want to, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, is this a series or a standalone movie? Uh, it says TV series. Huh. Okay. Twisted Metal is now out on Peacock. Did you play the game? I did not. I'm I familiar really enjoyed with it, it yeah. I didn't play it. Yeah. yeah, it was just complete destruction. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and another added note for uh, entertainment news is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is now available on Disney Plus. Uh, to death. Ah, yeah. That's a I'm great watch it this weekend. You recommended it. Of yeah. course, I was going to see it anyway. They've been great. All right, that's the end of the uh, entertainment report. Uh, reminder about handwriting, Preston. dude. It's yes, that was um, that was an eye opener for sure. Uh, so we have a secret text word prize chance for you to win a four pack of Adventure Aquarium mission tickets. Not the same as a banana bar, but no. very good time. It's more family. Friendly. Text the word <laughs> "secret" to three nine three three three. We will see if you win at some point this morning. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Stay right now. She wanted to uh, send a shard out to Eastside Little League 
of uh, Westchester 12U All-Star team. Uh, they were playing undefeated media for the title of state champion and also the opportunity to head to the regionals and possibly be in the Little League World Series. Yes. Unfortunately, she said we lost on Monday. Aww. However, if you could, I'd really appreciate it if you guys would give a huge shout out to the team and their parents for not only showing up week after week and playing tremendously, but for giving everyone in Chesco something to cheer about. It was a pleasure to see these boys uh, play. Losses are so tough, but these boys should be proud of their efforts. And now we'll have to see how far media gets. Incredibly cool that the top two teams in Pennsylvania came from Delco and Chesco. That's amazing. You guys rock. So here's a shout out for both. I want. I know that, the, you know, Do we have any beer Casey, we can send them? Casey wanted to send a shout out to media. Yeah. But I also wanted to send that out to the guys of Westchester uh, or the uh, the Eastside Little League Another of Westchester. So. Yes. True. They deserve it. Yeah, man. That's cool. Yeah, that's so a good achievement. Yeah. My buddy Dan Dietrich said, hey, uh, my nephew, 12U Little League media team just uh, won the state tournament. So I and I know his brother. So I don't know if it's uh, Matt Dietrich or Andy Dietrich's son. But uh, congratulations to uh, whatever the Dietrich's uh, <laughs> uh, kid is. And uh, they are going to be featured on ESPN this weekend. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then a shout out because I finally figured out who was it that who it was that sent me the uh, back off War Child oh, series yes. shirt, and it was uh, Molly, who's an Oregon listener. Oh. Back off, War Child, seriously. <laughs> and uh, she had uh, reached out to me and said, "I have a package coming for you," and that was it. She's a podcaster, listens every single day, uh, and uh, she contributed toward the uh, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, and all kinds of stuff. So she's uh, uh, she's a really uh, loyal listener in Oregon. So, thank you, Molly. And back off, War Child. Seriously. Seriously. Back off, War Child. Seriously. Okay. Um, now, I can notice some things. I had to get all that out of the way. The noticer is here. Yes. The big question. Has the noticer retained his mask? Yes, but... The... Does it hurt the noticer's temples when he wears it? No, no, but the the elastic on it is... This is worn? It is worn. Oh, so, all right. I can, uh, I can try to... And then it's my glasses. Uh, and forget it. And all that no stuff. No one wants so. a limp noticer mask. I'm sorry about that. We but... need nanotech, right? Where you Absolutely. just kind of like uh, hit a button and... and it, yeah. yeah. Wee, dog. It comes out on your yeah, face. Yeah. So. All right, well, anyhow... Um, I I noticed that uh, Cedar Point, the roller coaster uh, park. It's the roller coaster capital of the world, they call it, right? I believe so. Yeah. They announced Tuesday morning that a reimagined version of their iconic Trop, the Top Thrill Dragster ride is going to debut next summer after the ride was uh, forced to close. It's been two years uh, since fanatics have been able to ride Top Thrill Dragster, which sent riders into the air at 120 miles an hour Woo! in just three point. <laughs> Eight seconds. It's amazing. They shut down the ride in 2021 when a mishap led to a woman being seriously injured by a metal bracket that flew off the coaster. Uh, featuring a second, so it's going to have two 420-foot towers. Oh, my God. And reaching a top speed of 120 miles per hour, the Top Thrill 2, a hydraulically launched steel roller coaster, will be the world's tallest and fastest Triple launch strata roller coaster. I lo- like. I love King Daka, which is basically the same design. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing about King Daka is, Steve. So, so just to interrupt for right. a second. So, Top Thrill Dresser was the first strata coaster, which is what eclipses a coaster that eclipses four hundred feet. The second one to open two years later was King Daka, and that one was taller at four hundred and fifty six feet and faster at one hundred and twenty eight miles per hour. Yeah. Do we so have the- King Daka is still a badass oh, man? Is that what? 
Kathy, you were. Do we have a picture of you having a, a an yeah. aneurysm coming yeah, down? Yeah, I think yeah. Um, it was King Dakar, right? Yeah, you can like see my guns. I look like I worked uh, out for <laughs> nine hundred straight days. Is it this one? Because I have it. I have a no, picture. There's one of me and Kathy sitting next to each other, and Kathy's yeah. losing her mind. Yep. Yeah. That was King Dakar, right? Because yeah, yeah. I'm looking at yeah. Sky Rush, and you are next to her in that one as well. <laughs> Nick and I ride roller coasters together. <laughs> uh, unlike its predecessor, Top Thrill Two will deliberately do something that previously would be a sign of the ride's failure, and it will perform a rollback, which is a seemingly weightless backwards fall wow. from 420 <laughs> feet I'll tell you, so above the ground. On Velocicoaster, that, <laughs> you know you're not going to come out of that seat, but you also are every bit convinced you're going to come flying it's out of that seat. It's just a lap bar, man. Yeah, yeah, that's really what it is. <laughs> you're it holds you in, dive, right? Like, yeah. Uh, but and I don't I, I, listen. I'm not afraid of roller coasters at no, all. You could beat them up when you're coming. Yeah, when you're coming over that crash and you're about to go down. You know what I think? What? And it's not like a fear. I go, if this is it for me, this is a this is a great way to go. Yeah. All right. You all know right. what I think of uh, local broadcaster Casey was killed a, yeah, because you know it's one of those things like it can't happen, but could it happen? And that's how they get you. I when when I have those scare the crap out of you moments on coasters, I just I calm myself and I just go. <clears throat> you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And I relax. Right. And and it makes it a little bit easier to tolerate. Yeah, he was sitting next to me. He kept saying he was going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and the, the great rides really do that. I, I mean, I really love... There are points in the... Um, well, the lot, uh, King Dakar is just a, a linear... You're up and over and it's amazing. And yep. you, you know, it just rocks your world. Velocicoaster is um, there's so many turns and twists where you're traveling at such a rate of speed and uh, it just blows your mind. And there's a there's a um, uh, an, an upside down yes. part of it where you hang for a while. Yes, it's only a second or two, but it feels like a long time. It is longer. And I think they made mention of this. You're inverted longer yeah. than like 85%, 90% of the amusement park rides in the country. Yeah. And you do notice it. It's an awesome roller yeah. coaster. Mm. Uh, by the way, unlike uh, King Naka, uh, this will launch you three times. Uh, King Naka launches you one time with no backwards free fall. So that's uh, the difference that you'll get. Uh, the park also announced uh, that they will sell a limited time $99 gold pass for next year, which it said would allow holders to take... Take repeat laps on the new ride. So uh, I guess it's a hundred bucks just for that one day. Wow. I'd love to get to this park. It's it's a bucket list park. Just yeah. never seems to be on the radar. But I'm uh, and, and me too because I am a coaster guy. Yeah. But like Kathy, um, you know, if I take one too many rides, then I'm. Yeah, feeling queasy, and I'm like, I, I gotta, yeah. I gotta sit it out for an hour. You reset nicely, yeah, yeah. yeah but I was hesitant okay. after resetting. So, and that was after just going on the Hagrid ride because we did back to back runs. We did, we yep. turned right around and did it again. And after that second time, I'm like, uh-oh. I know. Yeah, Hagrid has that amazing thing case. Yeah. Where you're you're elevated and then the track drops. drops. You're like, oh, I, I didn't see that guy. Yeah, through it's the floor. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's the deal. I want. There's also something else in Ohio that I want to go to. It's that giant water slide that launches you uh, into oh, the oh, sky. Yeah, you yeah. come down to the bottom and it just. It, yeah. it's it, You have so much velocity that you're just you just rock it yeah. off the end I of it. I feel like I would be flailing in the air. I don't even care. Like <laughs> I would. I would flat. pay a thousand dollars to yes. see Kathy come flailing off that thing. But like, I want to do that 
We need to just do an Ohio vacation. That, the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Fame. in Ohio, Cedar Point. What's in Canton? The NFL Hall of Fame. Oh, I don't know. Did you go to Cleveland (laughs) see both of their buildings? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Both of the buildings. (laughs) There was an old uh, YouTube video that was spoofing. What was it? What town was it? It's Cleveland. Cleveland. I see both both of our buildings. buildings. Guy, he's from the history. This great place if you are a douchebag. Yeah. Who the F still uses a payphone? Yeah. It's in the earlier days it's of excellent. YouTube. Yeah. I just hilarious. watched it literally this weekend. Still good? Yeah, yeah. All because right. my daughter's looking at a college in Cleveland. I go, oh, you got to watch the tourism video, huh? <laughs> nice. All right. Well, anyhow, that's open uh, next summer in uh, Cedar Point if you want to go. Right. All right. Let me notice some other things. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. we don't have a whole lot of time because we got five. Good day coming up. Uh, we need to touch on this. Today is National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Yay! I love ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, so, would, uh, does a chip witch constitute it? No. Not I, officially. I think that's more of a... I mean, yeah, I guess Is that more poultry? I guess it's just the, the sandwich part is, is different. Uh, but that's not what you sure. think of when you no. think of an ice cream no, you, you think sandwich. Of, you think the chocolate the, wafer. You yeah. think of the chocolate yeah. wafer. That's yeah. what you think of. But, I mean, okay. All right, so... But, so we uh, so that's in its own category. That's a chip witch, right? I think so. I, I, I yeah. We're seeing I, I, case. Yeah. What are we seeing here on the screen here? Well, a variety of a variety ones. of them. Yeah, I mm. guess those are from different manufacturers. You know, who makes a damn good ice cream sandwich, and you wouldn't think about it because they're not known for it. But Klondike makes great ice cream sandwiches. And, and they what do you have to do for one of those? They do. Uh, <laughs> what would you do? Anything. Uh, but because uh, you usually think of the uh, the chocolate covered yeah yeah you know, Klondike mm-hmm. bar. Um, but they make great ice cream sandwiches. They're in that same shape. They're square as opposed to rectangular. I like that. And they have different fillings you can get. So you can get like a mint one. You can get uh, uh, chocolate. You can get uh, vanilla and a variety of flavors. They're really, really good. There's a place in Cape May called Peace Pie. It is a tiny little shack. And so when you go to Cape May, they have nice the Peace ma- Pie. You have, the, <laughs> you have the main stretch, which I, I don't know if it's like Washington Square or whatever. But just behind that, by the parking lot, is this little place called Peace Pie. The best homemade everything ice cream, homemade ice cream sandwiches, and they're on like uh like and just, just like a ton of different varieties. Like, can oh, you go I'll, get me one? I'll have the blueberry dream, you know, and it's and, wow. uh, it's really really great. All right. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm gonna take you there. It's in Cape May. It's in Cape May. We'll okay. go. I will take you to uh, Hot Dog Johnny's. <laughs> or is it Hot Dog Tommy's? Hot Dog Johnny's, and then we'll go there for dessert. Maybe this weekend. Okay. Right. Sounds like a date. It does yeah. sound like a date. I don't want to uh, disparage the ice cream sandwich. <laughs> and so hear me out here, all right? But given my you my druthers. No, 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 let me let me finish. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Given my druthers, uh, that will not be uh, the ice cream treat that I order because I find them to be a little too messy, especially I, in the middle of the summertime. I, I support okay. Nick. Yeah. I support yeah, Nick. They are great. Nick, I, 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 Go ahead. I have a technique for you. Okay. The court wants to hear. You have to use the wrapper. Uh, you have to leave a little bit of the wrapper because otherwise the chocolate wafer is a little um, uh, tender. And I it will, it will get on your fingertips. Yes, right? Am I right? Your fingers. No. That's the no, 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 no. No. You can't eat the wrapper. 45 year old finger licker. You just oh, save it. 48. 45 year old finger licking. I was going to call you 50 and then I didn't want to do that. So I yeah. went with 45. Nick, you take off just, just the tiniest bit of the wrapper at yeah. the bottom and then the, the last bite just. Uh, and and uh, you're, that's fine, and uh, that's cool. And I, <laughs> <laughs> what? Is, well, all right. So, what is your go-to then? Uh, a cone. Yes. I, I, given my druthers, I will support Nick in this. I will. I, I think a cone would be would be the better way to go. I would say this though, Nick. If you go to Rita's uh-huh. and you get um, 
they their the pouch that they will serve their chip, which which we now know is not a an ice cream sandwich, <laughs> but it, it's it, you can hold it and everything goes. <laughs> oh, it's no. almost like kind of a uh, a. A foil right. thing that'll hold it. There you go. There's some leftover ice cream inside that foil. And I feel like I have to lick that out. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's equivalent to a sexual assault. It's yeah. National like Ice Cream Sandwich Day, and you're choosing to. Crack I, I started over it this today. comment by saying I am not disparaging the ice cream I'm sandwich. Now. This is how the scopes maybe trial. Given began. my druthers, it will not be the one that I order at the top of the menu. Maybe you say this yesterday or tomorrow. <laughs> not, not on its own. Well, you're not going to be happy with me yeah. because I was going to agree with Nick, but it has nothing to do with the mess. I just would because he's your coasted companion. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I would if if there's an ice cream sandwich and a chip witch, like I would, I would go chip witch. Thousand percent go to the chip. Witch. I'm going to support Kathy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. See, I usually sometimes a chip witch. Uh, the the actual cookie can be a little hard to penetrate with your teeth, and then squish the ice, the ice cream, cream and make yeah. a big old mess as well. Not if you get the Toll House uh, chip wishes, because they're they're, they're softer cookies. Solid. They're okay. the best. Ones. I know By a place way. in Amsterdam that makes a great banana split. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, at the beach, and sometimes the fudgy wudgy guy comes right. by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you, ever, if you ever get an ice cream sandwich from that, I let it sit for about a half hour because, man, I got one one time and I really wanted it, and I had to eat it with my molars. It's like, like an I ice had cube. to stick Dude. it in the yeah. side of my mouth and go, I'm going to put this in the sand for a bit. You know what we need to do? I was just thinking about this. Cause like frozen solid. The fudgy wudgy guy, right? Mm-hmm. At the beach. Fudgy wudgy. What if we were to have Nick's rye bread guy at the beach? <gasps> rye bread. Rye bread. Walk around and sell, sell rye, just plain rye, rye bread. <laughs> rye bread. <laughs> Did you sell out today? No. Oh, I didn't even it, sell one. May or case, is it like, it's got to be good. Yeah. It's got to be good. Yeah, they went to yeah. the trouble. Why, to come uh, out here who sell sells it? rye bread at the beach? <laughs> it's cornering the market. Yeah. <laughs> I might get a slice if I was hungry. I got to try it. Press, uh, oh, you know okay. what? I, I just heard something. Do you guys have Fudgy Wudgy in Wildwood? Yes. Okay. Uh, so the Fudgy Wudgy man apparently lost out on his contract in yeah. Sea Isle. And it's somebody completely different. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, very similar, but like, I didn't even know there was other companies other than Fudgy Wudgy. Um, lately, there's been this iced coffee group uh, yeah. going around mm-hmm. selling dirty bananas. Yes. Which are fantastic. Which they, is well, now. She, yeah. The owner of that Have was they been in, in our, uh, genitals or? No. No, no, no. I know no. we're on a banana kick yeah. today, but. Uh, the owner of that was in one of our contests at Keenan. Stop yes. it. Yes. Yes. Wait, yes. yes. We it? talked it. Was she uh, is in it the beach, seat? beach Brew? Is that the name of it? Oh, yes. She was in the, 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 um. The seagull? The, con- no, the, oh. the cornhole. Pornhole. Pornhole. Get Pornhole. out of here. Yes. She, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, Steve, it's a, it's a chocolate and banana based iced coffee. I love it. Really, really good. Yeah. So. Um, by the way, Preston, the last chip which I got from Fudgy Wudgy on the beach this summer did not, it wasn't like eating an ice cream. All right. I couldn't believe it. Okay. Uh, like I was looking around for cameras. I want to kiss you. <laughs> Wait, you want to kiss me? <laughs> the, uh, you want to yeah. kiss me? Yes, I want to kiss you. It's Beach Brew Iced Coffee, and they're in North Wildwood, uh, Wildwood Crest, and Sea Isle. Okay. All right. Good yeah, stuff. I'm, thumbs up, man. It's a great idea. And and uh, uh, the kids work in it. We make tips, and, you know, it's really solid. All right. Anyhow, National Ice Cream Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Enjoy the way you prefer to today. All right. Let me go on to something else. 
Because I did notice some other things. I noticed a lot of stuff, actually. All right, this is something coming up on Friday. Nick, you'll appreciate this. All right. The National Park Service on Friday is offering free admission to its parks. Yeah. On Friday, August 4th, it celebrates the passage of the Great American Outdoors Act. Uh, and if you can't make it to your favorite park on August 4th, National Park Service will offer free admission again on September 23rd, which is National Public Lands Day, and on November 11th for Veterans Day. So the the what is the the act you mentioned initially? Is that is that a the Great American Outdoors is that Act? A Teddy Roosevelt uh, thing? Or I don't know because he was obviously a big. Uh yeah, he's the creator yeah, of the yeah. National Park System. Uh, Yellowstone was right. the first one to open, and I believe he was there when it opened. Um, Eating a chipwich. But uh, why wouldn't he? This is the greatest chipwich <laughs> I've ever had. And to eat it with bison next to me is wonderful. So, uh, he... He and, uh... Where did that band come from? <laughs> the woodland creatures are musicians. So the closest national park, Nick, is in Virginia? Or West Virginia? Closest national park, Ooh. probably West Virginia or uh, or Shenandoah in Virginia. Yeah, there's one in um in West Virginia called New River Gorge. It's I believe the newest national park in the system, and I've been there. Uh, but it's uh I, I've been there. I was there before it in a national park. What about what? New York? What there's about a national park in New York? There's Acadia. Uh, there are like five on the East Coast, six huh. on the East Coast. What about Independence Mall? It, what's not, the difference? Uh, there's the, a uh, there's a um, sixty three national parks within uh, the official national park system, and then there are national historic sites. There are national historical parks, which yes. is what Valley Forge is. That's the delineation. There are, are there are national recreation areas, uh, but yeah, I've been to twenty six of the sixty three. Okay. So w- the l- latest land purchase in Delaware that we were hearing about, or they, they, the, I guess they're adding acreage to an already existing park in Delaware. Or, uh, oh, I don't know. I, 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 hell, I don't know. Ah, oh, hell. I did not hear about that. Um, but um, yeah, if you want to go to the the parks, there's some. Uh, there's three dates that uh, the admission is going to be free, and um, admission can be anywhere from thirty to yeah, depending on sixty bucks, number or something of people, like that. Uh, size of the car, whatever. But I, I just buy an annual pass or get an annual pass actually, um, and it's worth it because if you go to a park three times, it pays for itself. Okay. All right. Uh, notice some other things. Not much time. Want to get to them? I, you know what? I want to. I want to sprinkle. A feel-good story, um, because this wasn't right for the Bizarre File, but I just thought this was really sweet. So, this is the Noticer's Happy Corner? It is the, the Happy Corner, the Noticer. Uh, in Washington, uh, neighbors called police because a boy was uh, asking, he was going house to house, asking if he could do yard work to earn money for a new PlayStation. Oh. And, and people called police on him. Which I find, number one, at first, when I started to read this, I'm like, oh, no, not one of these. But when Officer Colloran showed up, he talked to the boy, said he explained he wanted to pull weeds, cut grass, trim hedges, and earn the money. Um, the police department said the young man was polite, respectful, and truthful. Colloran, a gamer himself, was impressed with the young man, thought he would help out. So he and some of his friends came together and they bought him a PlayStation. Oh, that's nice. awesome. And they even gave him a gift card to pay for the membership so the boy could play it, immediately. It, listen, it does my heart. A couple of times, you know, when we, we didn't have snow this winter, obviously, have any great impact. But in, in uh, winters past, um, 
there these young men go around the the neighborhood and they have shovels and yeah. and I have my snowblower. But I am so moved by their um, entrepreneurial spirit and the fact that they're going out and trying to you know earn money that way that I'll throw them a few bucks just to say you keep doing what you're doing. It's it's great and helping out people in the neighborhood. And by the I way, love seeing this. And and I want to I want to point out this is a kid. This yeah. is not like a teen, like a kid who's who might be 17, looks like he's 20 or something like that. You might go, why is this kid walking yeah. around going door to door? It's just a kid trying to do a kid thing. And they got him a go PlayStation. Some money and put people called poli- the police on him. Unfortunately, it was a really cool cop that, that said, let's help this guy yeah, out. Yeah. I thought it's a great story. No, it's a great story. Yeah. We love the happy corner of the notice. Well, isn't that how um, uh, Alex's lemonade stand got started? Didn't she? She got like shut down for selling lemonade. Like she didn't have a permit or something like that. And I think and then it just exploded. And I know that grew. has happened before. I don't know if it was Alex's Alex, okay. or not. That's how the banana bar came into existence. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was originally a roadside stand pressed. Oh, I may yeah. have thought it was a little inappropriate. Look, we love what you're doing. Outdoors. You had to bring that inside. Wow. Uh, so I thought that was a, a nice yeah. one uh, to go with. All right. Uh, should I do time for one more case? Yes, sir. All right. Let me see. I noticed a lot of things. I know. We're not going to be able to get to all you're noticing, though. I know. Because um, I noticed we're running out of time. Yep. All right. How about this? This is interesting. I noticed this. Uh, leprosy is rearing its ugly head in Florida. Uh, the infectious disease most commonly known for its biblical <laughs> associations has become more common in Florida. The In 2020, the Sunshine State was among states with the highest number of leprosy cases, contributing to evidence that the infection is becoming endemic in the southeastern region of the country. When you hear the word leprosy... What do you think of? What movie moment do oh, you think of? I think of Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand, or no, not uh, Cool Hand Luke of uh, Papillon. Papillon. Yeah, when uh, when Anthony Zerby is there, goes to a leper colony, right. he's escaping, uh, and yeah, and he hands him the cigar, and and Papillon uh, s- s- smokes a bit of the cigar, and he says, "How did you know my type of leprosy was not contagious?" Mm-hmm. And he says, "I didn't know." That's how he gains his trust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so leprosy, Ten Commandments, scientifically referred to as Hansen's disease. I mean Ben Hur. Uh, damages the skin and per- <laughs> we both got our, our iconic movies mixed up. Yeah. Uh, damages the skin and peripheral nervous system. So, although leprosy has been historically uncommon in the U.S. since the early 1980s, a report states that cases have made have more than doubled in the region over the past decade. That's that's wild. It's, it's, it seems like one of those. Again, it seems Ancient. like a, bi- a biblical disease. Yeah. You know, I think uh, a Braveheart. <laughs> Uh, Braveheart, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert the Bruce's father has leprosy. You're right. I mean, you mentioned the nurse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Central can no longer pick his nose. (laughs) My fingers have fallen off my hand. It fell off. Uh, So Central Florida seems to be the focus of uh, the rising cases with researchers pointing out that 81% of leprosy cases in Florida between 2002 and 2021 came from the area. Nationally, uh, Central Florida accounted for almost almost one-fifth of the cases. Uh, this year, there have been 15 cases of leprosy. So it's not like it's, 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 a ton, but yeah. it's way more than has sure. happened in a long time. It's so troubling, yeah. We're trying to keep an eye on it. I want to switch gears. Oh, yeah? Uh, because the owner of Beach Brew heard us oh, talking hey. about him in the Dirty Banana. So let me let me go over here to John. Hey, John. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Were you the one on stage with us at uh, Keenan's? 
It was one of our staff members. One of your staff members. That was it. Okay. All right. We were just, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about it's National Ice Cream Sunday Day, and that led us to talk about the Fudgy Wudgy Guy, and then that led us to talk about the Beach Brew, and because we got a dirty banana not that long ago from uh, your crew walking around Wildwood Crest. Well, that was actually our owner's wife on stage with you, and I heard she did get a lot of dirty bananas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had her share. She did wonderful. It yeah. was it was a blast. How long have you guys? How long have you guys been open, John? John, how long have you guys been open? We've been open since 2021. Tommy Byrne, one of our owners, uh, created this uh, gem back in 2019. Okay, and it's, so it's, it's your it's your it's your star uh, menu option, correct? The dirty yeah. banana. It's yeah. our biggest seller. We gave away about 600 of them last night at National Night Out. Oh, wow. Damn. In North Wildwood, yeah. Okay. Damn. Have you guys thought about maybe bringing rye bread with you? <laughs> <laughs> rye bread is sweeping the nation. Rye bread! And it's a, and it's a fascination right now. So. Um, we're going to come up with a dirty banana slash rye bread. <laughs> oh, I am in. in. Dirty rye bread! <laughs> uh, when will you guys be operating until uh, this season? We go till the end of the season. We go uh, till Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, and then we do a little pop-up Irish weekend to celebrate all of our Irishness down the shore. And we do a uh, a special Irish potato-flavored um, coffee as well. Interesting. And you, and you guys have a uh, a, a solid location uh, in Wildwood Crest at the uh, uh, that arts center I saw the other day. We do. We do. Yeah. That's, uh, we just opened at the Crest Arts Pavilion. I was with Mayor Cabrera from the Crest last night. Excited. The town's excited. Everybody's loving the dairy banana in the Crest as well. Yeah. We, yeah. Love, we love the small business. Yeah, it's man. great. All right, well, thanks for checking in, John. Congrats on the success, man. See us this weekend at Seaport Pier, our flagship store as well. Thank oh, you. excellent. All right, take care. All right, there you go, John. Dirty banana dude that. right there, uh, the beach brew. All right, I think we should, we got to wrap up, right? Because yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we got to yeah. make it uh, for Fox Good Day, so we're going to do that very thing. Oh, do you want me to play this first? Sure, why not? This is if you're ever going to Cleveland, here's their jingle. Fun times in Cleveland today. Cleveland. <laughs> Come on down to Cleveland Town, everyone. Come and look at both of our buildings. <laughs> Buy some food that's prepared near the street. Who knows, you might even see this guy. You should come on down to West 6th Street. It's the perfect place if you're a douchebag. Watch the poor people all wait for buses. Who the still uses a payphone? Here's the place where there used to be industry. This train is carrying jobs out of Cleveland. Cleveland leads the nation in drifters. Here's a statue of Moses Cleveland. He's the who invented Cleveland. Yeah! <laughs> That's great. You got to see the imagery that goes along with it. Well, they, they, they took this this actual uh-huh. film that was uh-huh. supposed to promote Cleveland that made it look like a hellscape. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. B-File, Fox, good day. Get to them when we return. Stay with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Live. 10 seconds. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. She did it. She, she did, did it. it. We have about, we have about did five it. seconds Good. left and Damn. we'll start to hear music. Well, there it is! That means we're going on Fox Good Day Live. Okay, let's get to Preston Steve. It's that time of the week. Believe it or not, the phrase sliding into your DMs, uh, guys, is now 10 years old. Wow. What? So, yeah, 10 years old, we've been sliding into the DMs. So I want to know, have either, is anybody on that staff over there at MMR that works on the morning show, has anybody ever slid into a DM? I Preston? have. Nick McElwain is raising his hand, so I've, I've, yeah. I've, done, I've not done no DM Nick, sliding. And Mike, I, I am now engaged to the person with whom I slid into her DMs. <laughs> I, I met her out at an event. I, I liked her, and um, I looked her up on uh, social media when I got home uh, that night, and, um, and we are together seven plus years later. So yeah, it can work. So wow. that's the way it goes. Instead of getting a phone number, you didn't bother to get a phone number either way, and then you yeah. went to direct message. I got I got the phone number after sliding into the DMs. Is it, is it always yes. romantic? Okay. Is, is it always a romantic thing? Mm. No, but to, no. To, to Nick's point, half of people meet their partner or the person that they're dating in the DMs. Like, in, that yep, is the new way. It's just wow. a tracking number. Now, you can also have, who who have you slid into DMs maybe for a friendship or a famous person? So we'll, we'll sometimes you'll, we'll try to contact potential guests for the show, I guess, by technically sliding into their DMs, uh, you, you know, too. and then, but that's, that's part of the deal. Then that can work. I've never done the romantic route, though. No, I've never done any of it. In fact, I, I one time there was a, I think it was a comedian, uh, Ari Spears. I didn't even know that feature was available on my uh, Instagram account. And like a year later, I saw that he was reaching out to me and I got back to him. I'm like, sorry, dude, I didn't even know this I had no existed, idea. So. I mean, I know there are direct messages, but there's like um, different tiers of it, and I, right, and it's, it, people who I, I don't know. But anyway, I don't know none of this stuff. No, we usually, if you want it to meet someone, good. It does take the pressure off of getting a phone number. A oh. person I may be seeing right now. Mm-hmm. I was too embarrassed to say what's your phone number because it seemed kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then about two weeks later, she she DM'd me and said, "So you're not going to get my phone number." Do you know how about that? You. How I about that is how about that? What I, here's a way to go about it. If you, a lot of times you'll see people who are on street corners that are sort of flamboyantly dressed. Uh, if you go up to them and offer them money, sometimes they'll be your girlfriend. Only <laughs> 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 for a little bit. It's a similar situation, right? Yeah. And that what, that's not sliding into DMs technically. No. <laughs> Give me one. He's got more no words. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good Lord. Oh, my God. So, but it's going well. <laughs> Anybody else there in the room? Who slides into DMs yeah, here? Anybody? Not, no, no, we're I getting nosed. By the way, we, we've all been in relationships prior to a lot of the social media that's that exists. Trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that's past my time. I bet Marissa has. Yeah, she, no, she started with Pony Express. <laughs> <laughs> Carrier pigeon. Yes, exactly. Smoke signals. Oh, my God. Thanks, right. guys. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you. Bye, bye, guys. Week. We'll oh. see you later. All right. So that delay makes it awkward. I, I do not like hit. it. I love well, them. You, you have to. You got to wait. I know. I, I know, but that's that's the way it works. So uh, you can actually hear a little bit of an echo in the background after what we say. So uh, I'm over here putting together the rye bread sales uh, <laughs> franchise. Okay. Okay. For All right, the you beach, got, you got work to do. I'm working on it. Yeah, I think we might be striking gold on that. Uh, I think you you will obviously get the. Uh, I'm an investor. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, we have bizarre file stories to do. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Austin and Steve's bizarre file. Rod is morning by three ice. It's uh, three on three pro hockey championship mm. weekend, Saturday, August 12th at the Wells Fargo Center with three ice wraps up its second season. Visit threeice.com for a special $10 ticket offer. So this pretty wild story that surfaced this morning on their 10th day at sea. The four Nigerian stowaways crossing the Atlantic in a tiny space above the rudder of a cargo ship. Wow. Ran out of food and drink, and they survived another four days after that by drinking the seawater crashing just meters below them before being rescued by Brazilian federal police. So they are in that precarious spot above the rudder. They're on the rudder. The remarkable, death-defying journey across about 3,500 miles of ocean underlines the risks that some migrants are prepared to take for a shot for a better life. Uh, It was a terrible experience for me, said 38-year-old, and this is his name, Thank God Opamipo Matthew Yee. Love that. One of the four Nigerians. His name is Thank God. Sorry for short. Uh, their relief be at being rescued soon gave way to surprise. The four men said they had hoped to reach Europe in their voyage last month. Wow. And were shocked to learn they had, in fact, landed on the other side of the Atlantic in Brazil. Uh, the men have since, uh, two of the men have since been returned to Nigeria upon their request. He wanted to change because he felt he was in a rudder. While Yee Yee and Roman uh, Ebamine Friday, a 35-year-old, have applied for asylum in Brazil. Both men said economic hardship, political instability, and the crime had left them with little option but to abandon their native Nigeria. Friday said that his journey to Brazil began on the 27th of June when a fisherman friend rowed him up to the stern of the Liberian-flagged Ken Wave, docked in Lagos, and left him by the rudder. To his surprise, he found three men that were already there waiting for the ship to depart. How you doing? Friday said that he was terrified. He had never met his new shipmates and feared they could toss him into the sea at any moment. We're ruddies. Once the ship was moving, Friday said the four men made every effort not to be discovered by the ship's crew, who they also worried might offer them to a watery grave. Spending two weeks with within spitting distance of the Atlantic Ocean was perilous. To prevent themselves from falling into the water, Friday said the men rigged up a net around the rudder and tied themselves to it with a rope. When he looked down, he said that he could see big fish like whales and sharks. <clears throat> Due to the cramped conditions and the noise in the engine, sleep was rare and risky. He said, I was very happy when we got rescued. The rolling over. Ocean alone would keep going over the rudder. Yeah, it's insane. I, 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 it, it, it's it's a Herculean feat that but, they pulled this but off. They're actually on top of the rudder, and the way that thing would move around, yeah, you had the potential of being squished at some point. So it's insane. 
All right, a completely different type of story. A Chinese man turned up at the emergency room in China with uh, the screw base of a light bulb sticking out of his mouth after trying one of the dumbest online challenges imaginable. Firefighters in China were confronted with one of the most bizarre cases yet, a rescue case. A local man, referred to only as Mr. Chen, burst into their station and tried to explain something to them. However... The man's mouth was covered with a T-shirt, and instead of words, he only seemed to be able to utter muffled sounds. <laughs> After removing the makeshift mask, the reason for his unusual speech became obvious. He had an LED light bulb sticking out of his mouth and was trying to get help removing it. Unfortunately, that proved to be too difficult to task for them, so he took the bulb part and stuck it in his mouth. Oh, man. After inspecting the We're man's mouth... look at mouth, his video. And assessing the situation, the fireman decided trying to yank the glass light bulb out was too difficult uh, because it could seriously damage the man's mouth if the glass burst. So they took Mr. Chen to the nearby hospital where a team of doctors realized the man could not open his mouth wide enough. So instead... It's a reverse fester. Uh-huh. They used a special mouth opener to dislocate his jaw oh! on one side oh, God. and remove the glass bulb. So is the challenge to put the entire glass bulb in your mouth without breaking it? Uh, I believe that's it. After blowing a sigh of relief, Chen told doctors that he had gotten the light bulb stuck in his mouth about two hours earlier. He admitted removing it, uh, to, to attempt to remove it to himself, himself, but couldn't open his mouth enough for the glass bulb to safely pass through his teeth. Uh, now we need to talk about my ass. He had trouble swallowing and speaking, so he decided to pr- seek help. As for the reason why he got it in his mouth in the first place, he casually said that he watched someone do it in an online video and wanted to see if he could do it too. Jeez. Alright. Here's another great story out of China. I'm sure you guys have seen this, but I haven't had it in the B-file yet. A zoo <coughs> has refused to grin and bear it after video of one of the, its bears standing on its hind legs went viral, forcing officials to deny that it was a human being in a costume. Have you guys seen the, the video of this no. bear? Uh-uh. I, I tell you, <laughs> it's a bear, all right, but it's amazing how it's standing. It looks very human. And and the back of it looks like yeah. a costume of yeah. some type, but it's legit. It's a bear. <laughs> the zoo addressed the allegations in a statement pretending uh, to be from Angela the bear, the Malaysian sun bear, uh, standing up and staring at bemused-looking visitors. And it says, some people think I stand like a person. It seems you don't understand me very well. Uh, video of the bear drew attention as spectators noticed its slender legs <laughs> and full fur. The creature appears as if it was a person standing in a bear costume. So some reporters got up to the bear as it was driving home after work. Oh, and okay. uh, it assured them it was an animal. Uh, the local uh, Hangzhou Daily first noted the attention, writing, because of the way they stand, some people online question whether they're humans in disguise. That forced zookeepers uh, to note that the sun bears from Malaysia are smaller than other bears and have a different appearance but are just as real. Uh, they said also that a human inside a costume like that would never survive the summer temperatures that were more than 100 degrees. Um, so sun bears, the smallest bears in the world, are only about the size of a large dog. At their largest, they are at about uh, 50 inches tall while standing on their hind legs compared to a grizzly bear, which can be up to 9 feet tall. May I ask you a, a bear question? Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, who do you, which bear do you think would win in a battle? A polar bear Ooh. or a Kodiak bear? Uh, probably a polar bear, man. They're just gigantic. So I saw a documentary says the Kodiak bear would win. So. They are of similar size. Right. A, but B, the real uh, plus for the Kodiak bear, their claws are super long, while a polar bear's are shorter, more for ice 
you know, gravity grip, on the ice, grip. yeah. So, yeah, they, it would go to the Kodiak bear. All right, interesting. Kathy's writing that down. <laughs> and then finally, a plus-sized British Airways passenger got stuck in a first-class seat. After his flight landed in the U.K. from Nigeria on Saturday morning, the newspaper reported that the passenger was uh, waited, wedged in his seat for about three hours. Oh, man. After the six-and-a-half-hour flight. Uh, the passenger was seated in 1A, a much-desired seat that is typically reserved, <laughs> typically reserved for executive club gold card holders. Those are wider seats. The cabin crew, yeah, they definitely yeah, yeah. The cabin crew got involved and tried to calm the passenger after he realized that he was unable to leave his seat, but they were unable to shift him. I have to fart. Emergency <laughs> services were then called to get the passenger out with an engineer note outlining the plan. What uh, was it, in fact, a case of the man being large? Yes. Okay. Uh, the note reportedly said a volumetric passenger is stuck in seat 1A. The plan is to remove the suite door and use a hoist to eject him from the seat. The door was ultimately removed. The passenger was extricated from his suite using the hoist. So that must have been um, pretty embarrassing for yeah. us, unfortunately. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Pizza! Pizza! Our friends from Pizza Hut have stopped Pizza by. Pizza Oh, that's right! <laughs> oh. And it's in conjunction with the release of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mutant Mayhem in theaters now. And we are going to give away a $50 gift card from Pizza Hut right now uh, to caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR. It's turtle approved, by the way. The big New Yorker pizza is back at Pizza Hut. And uh, by the way, the movie is in theaters now, so we will take caller number 22 and we'll set you up with that. We have a few of those to give away this morning, so make sure you Stay with us through the course of the program because we'd love for you to win that. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Stay with us. Tomorrow at 6, it's the Preston and Steve Belly Flop Championship at the Valley Pool at Valley Forge Casino. Watch as 12 MMR listeners take the plunge for a shot at the cash prize. Plus, wear your swimsuit to take a dip in the pool, pre- and post-flopping, and enjoy a special MMR-themed menu at the food truck inside the Valley Beach Poolside Club. Doors open at 5, must be 21 plus to attend. Join Nick McLean Friday from 8 to 10 at the Beer Garden in Eakins Oval for a special Pearl Jam theme night powered by Milk Boy. Check out the Oval every weekend, Friday through Sunday, for family-friendly events for August 20th. Sponsored by Parks and Rec and the Philly Parkway Council. Don't forget to text word secret to 39333, giving away a four-pack of Adventure Aquarium admission tickets for the secret text word today. Uh, quickly, another, I'm trying to catch up on some of these shout-outs. Um, uh, this one, unfortunately, somebody passed away, uh, a listener of the press. Steve show that says, hey, Presbo, I'm asking for a final shout-out for a dear friend of mine who was recently passed. His name is uh, Levy, or it might be Levi. Uh, says, uh, we would all listen to your show growing up on the way to school, and he would call in, and you guys would make fun of his name every time. <laughs> it was awesome, and we thought it was so cool. Sadly, uh, Levy recently passed. His funeral was on Friday, August 4th. Aww. He was an amazing friend, loving son, brother, and father. And I know he will forever be with us looking down on us. If you could please give him a shout-out. Uh, would be great. Thank you from his loving friend Christine Jones. So always hate to hear that news, but thank you for passing it along. And then one more, it says uh, hey, I was wondering if I could request shout out for one of my clients, Craig McBride. We are both huge fans of the Preston and Steve show, and we talk about how much we enjoy your show quite a bit. Two weeks ago, we somehow got into talking about the shout outs. Last week, he asked me why 
I didn't get him a shard out yet. Yeah. And at some point, can you please give a nice juicy shard out to Craig? That is from Nicole Rusick. So <laughs> making good on that for there you, you go. there, Nicole. And that's for you, Craig. All right. I saw this uh, article this morning. It was a poll that was done of 2,000 Americans with streaming subscriptions. And uh, they asked uh, a couple of questions, one of them being, who is America's favorite on-screen family? And I was actually surprised so at, it, at the winner of this. To pick their favorite family. Yeah. Okay. Of all time on TV? That's Yeah, because the, uh, the uh, full list here, and it runs the gamut of, uh, of television history, to be honest. Huh. And number one, I'm just going to throw this out to you. Uh, it's the Adams family, specifically from Wednesday. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Oh, huh. all right. Yeah, all right. That is a uh, that's a late entry, basically. Very yeah. much so. With and all the fact, history of, of of TV families. In fact, everything, every single family I see on the rest of this, it does not come from a streamer. They're all from broadcast television. Well, to be honest, also. Um, while you do see Morticia and you see Uncle Fester and you see, it's clearly the show focuses on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the Adams family, right, which, which was, was the family, the ensemble for the most huh. part. So I found that kind of interesting. So number two was uh, the Simpsons family. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know what? And I say this all the time because it really is in my mind. I have to remind myself. Obviously, I'm not an imbecile. I'm stupid. Yes. <laughs> but Homer to me is real. That family is real. Yeah. You know, there's just decades of them yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah. They go back that far, so it's easy to, you know, yeah. pick up on the actual family dynamic of an animated crew. Right. Uh, third is the Brady Bunch. The Brady family. I love the Bradys. A blended family. You know they have Brady Brunch on MeTV? No. I'll watch it every now really? and then. Really? Yeah. What's an episode recently that you've seen? Just remind me, because I, 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 I know every single one of them. There was Alice's... Um, uh, a family member who was like a drill sergeant. Oh yeah, her yeah. twin sister. Her twin sister. Yeah, yeah. I think it's her sister. I right. mean, it was obviously it was it was her B, da- or B Davis. Yeah, 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 and B Davis. And yeah. B Davis who played her as well. Yeah, and you know what? I remember that episode. She showed them how to roll up their socks. Properly. Yes, <laughs> That's right. And I've actually tried using that. I use a different yeah. technique, but but I have tried the roll technique. Yeah, she had about marching, work. remember, in the morning? They'd be uh-huh. marching and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Okay. So, you have the Brady family. Then you have the Bundy family. Yeah. Were you a Married with Children fan? I was a so-so fan. I Some was, of it was really funny. Yes. There were solid moments, but I was never... Uh, I was never swept up in it. A lot of a lot of my friends were like just addicted. Yeah, I thought too. it was. I thought it was fine. It went on about two or three seasons too long, too. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's only so much where the door opens up and yeah. it's like, all right, got it. There was, there was one, well, they, they had loads of funny moments, but they there was did. One, one particular where they were all sitting on the couch and they were, uh, you could hear their internal dialogue and and. Uh, uh, Al Bundy is sitting there and he's picking his ear with a with a pencil. Yeah, uh-huh. and he's like, uh, he pulls it and he goes, "Hmm, I think Peg would like to see this." And he just goes <laughs> 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 over to just, just a disgusting look on her face. No, it had its moments. Definitely, it did. yeah, it did. Uh, so then after that, you had the Adams family from the original television show, The Adams Family. I always thought that'd be a cool family to be a member of because because the house owned oh. tons of cool stuff. It was like a museum. They had a lion when people came to see him. Yeah. Um, then you had the Barone, scream. Uh, the Barone family from Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. I, was, I, I enjoyed Everybody Loves Raymond, but I was not a massive fan. Yeah, me either. Uh, the Taylor family on Home Improvement. I loved that show. 
Even that was though one of the show. sons grew up to be a domestic violence. Uh, what does that say about me? Yeah. No, you didn't know. I didn't know. I'm going to give you a pass on that. Uh, then here you go. I know. Your next rye bread's on me. Rye bread? That could be someone's catchphrase yeah. on one of these sitcoms. That's right. Family. Yeah. Wait, let me know when to say it. Hang on. Wait, yeah. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. Rye bread. So then you have the Tanner family. Okay. On Full House. Yeah. I love that. You guys are all Full House fans. No, no. Not you? I was not. Casey and Kathy were, but uh, to me, that was too saccharine and sweet. uh, I agree. Yeah, but whatever. If you liked it, you liked it. There were, in the, uh, like, it was a little bit out of my range age wise. I was watching a show called Millennium. Yeah. uh, Which is decidedly different. But for me, in the beginning, when they had, you know, it was Mary-Kate uh, uh, or Ashley, um, you know, they would cut to them and then you'd see, and there'd be some incoherent babble and the audience would go nuts. And to me, it was a weird paced show, but it was it was not meant for me. So I give it that. Uh, then you have the Braverman family, Parenthood, oh, which I never watched the, the TV, TV show. show. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Oh, I was yeah. a fan of the movie, but not the TV show. Yeah, yeah I watched the TV show. It was, it was great. The mom from the Gilmore Girls was one of the members of the cast on that, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I didn't watch Lauren Graham. Else, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah Lauren so. Graham. Yeah, and um, the guy from uh, Six Feet Under was also on it too, Peter Krause. Okay. Uh, and then the last one on this list is the Banks family from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. All right, I love that show. It's an interesting collection, yeah. but not um, Modern Family, which to me is Modern Family. Right, and also with Ed O'Neill. So on my list, Ed O'Neill well, show up twice. Which family would you pick on the Modern Family? Uh, I There's guess the Dumpies. Yeah, I There's don't know. Cam and Mitch. Oh yeah. Yeah, who else missing? Who's missing from this list? Well, I have be? a list of some <laughs> classics here, Preston. Cosby's. The, the yeah. Cosby's for the longest time, and you'll remember this, Nick. They were that was considered the American family. Yeah. But what about what about like stream- how long did that last? <laughs> what about what about streamers now? More current uh, shows and who are, who are great families? Because we were just talking about the Bear. The Bear. I don't know if that family would. Uh, would fall under, you know, great on-screen families. What about the Gemstones, right? You're- oh, my God. That's a messed up family. Yes, shameless it is. Family. Well, that's not streaming, though. Uh, well, you know, you could... Yeah. It's, it's on, uh, not necessarily streaming, but on things other than your standard so, broadcast television. There, there are two ways to... to there's two, I guess, uh, a certain metric here. A family that you would see, you would enjoy being in... Mm. Or a family that you enjoy, like I assume the Shameless family, you enjoy watching, right? Or like but you would not want to be a member of. Or how about Succession? Succession, what a great family. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're <laughs> pretty they, messed up. They annoyed me so much that I I stopped watching. I'm really, on, I'm, I'm finally on the final season, so I'm working my way through it. I'm sticking with it, and they are. It's the dynamic is just bizarre. In the end, Preston, they all have each other's back, and uh, they ride off into the sunset. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's was really supportive. Yeah. It's good to hear that. I mean, they, they don't yeah. they don't actually eat. Each other alive. It's come close. Yeah, I'm sure. They start a, a beachfront uh, rye bread shop. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a, a family that has not come up that I think would be a classic one that, would, that would, to me is kind of very similar to my family growing up would be the Cleavers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Leave it to Beaver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, if the Simpsons made the list, how come the Griffins didn't make make the list? From yeah, Family, family guy. guy. Yeah, good question. Wait, your home life was like Leave It to Beaver. I mean, if you're talking about a classic suburban family, right. you know, you know, my mom wasn't uh, ironing, wasn't vacuuming in a dress in uh, with a pearl uh, necklace. Pearls. But um, yeah, with my brother, that would be that dynamic would have been. My older brother Gene was out of the house. It's my brother and uh, Tom and I, and and that was kind of similar. Steve, I'm surprised on your list. Uh, the Goldbergs didn't make it. Uh, the Goldbergs, oh, yes. Yeah. So, so here's a list. Uh, I can read you the ones here, Preston. The, the Bradys, the Huxtables, you said. Uh-huh. The Sopranos. Huh. Yeah. Uh, it's it, just a list of classic uh, families. They took a, a similar survey. The Bunkers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Barones, as you said. The Connors from Roseanne. That was a depressing family for me. Yeah. Um, the Ewings. <laughs> Dallas. The see, I, see yeah. I liked I liked the Connors oh. because um, the the house that they lived in was more similar to mine. Like they didn't have like matching furniture. It was like okay, we we need a couch, right? Let's go get a couch, or right? See if my aunt can give us her old. Ca- you know what I mean? It looks so, similar. Like, yeah, yeah, very very similar. Yeah. How about family ties? The uh, the Keatons. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's a great yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Kathy, what about Yellowstone? Is that a great family? Oh God, yeah, they're the rest. <laughs> Don't listen. They're going to protect you. <laughs> they're protect, They'll protect they're, you regardless. They protect their family members well except for one you know what the monsters the one they killed <laughs> not yet know. i'm just not guessing yet. okay <laughs> the monsters yeah if you want to talk about uh current shows or, or relatively current um the family on uh, i'm gonna say ships creek uh they all end up on, uh, looking out for one another and i think okay. it's actually a supportive um mother and father and, and the two kids uh the other category that they explored in this particular yeah. uh, poll was best on-screen friends yeah. Um, so I have a list of these, and these might fall a little bit more out of where we've been going. So the top one, which I found interesting, because I don't know these characters, Olivia Benson and Elliot Dabler. I didn't watch Law & Order SVU. Yeah, that's, uh, is this t- t- television and film? Best on-screen film. Yeah, yeah. this is television. Mariska Hargaday and the uh, that other guy. I forget his name. The other guy? Yeah, that's a, that's who that is. Elliot Stabler? Yeah. Maloney? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, from Maloney. He's great. Okay, so they're buds. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then you have, then we're going back to Wednesday. Wednesday and Enid. Oh, yeah, I love Enid. She was great. She's not the roommate? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's cool. Yeah. Uh, and she, they gave her a cool, everyone in that show got something that you made you go, even if you started disliking them, you're like, oh, wait, okay, I like them now. Yeah. If you're going to talk about overall um, friendship, uh, Preston, including film, I was reminded of what I think one of the great friends of all time in, in film and also in literature, Samwise Ganji. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, sense. that's a loyal friend. Absolutely. Uh, Casey, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. No, no. In like Breaking they tried Bad. to kill each other on several occasions. <laughs> Walter White was a terrible human being. Now, listen, he did have a little bit of salvation. To he was a good end. chemist. He was a great chemist. Yeah. He was a brilliant mind, but a horrible person. And uh, and they demonstrated that, you know, time after time after time, how he just basically just, you know, yeah. shot himself in the foot in, at every time. What do you think life. about shows that take somebody that is the uh, that is the star that is the focus of the show, mm-hmm. but they're a horrible person? You yeah, know like what I mean? Barry. I didn't watch Barry, so I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean Barry is a, he is a hitman. He is a he is a hired assassin. He kills people like uh, Dexter. Like Dexter in, in Succession. I've told Nick this before. 
I want something horrible to happen to every single <laughs> member in that family. I hate them all, but I love watching you them. You love watching you know who I mean? you hate. I hope they get what's coming to them. Yeah. There's sometimes, though, they're so insufferable. Yeah. Well, for example, you and I both tapped out of The Walking Dead after they failed to kill Negan. Yeah, it's the like tenth season. You are straight out of your mind, yeah. and everything that happens from here on in that's bad, you deserve. Tony Soprano was an anti-hero. I mean, that guy did some reprehensible yes. things. Uh, Casey, I think part of the thing, maybe, and maybe this is in the back of my mind, but the thing about Walter White and Jesse is that in real life, they're friends. Yeah. So maybe I sort of think, oh, in the show, yeah. they're actually kind of friends, but they're not. But at the end of Breaking Bad, Walter White does have some redemption, yes. right? Like he, yeah, certain, right. but you know, I don't necessarily think he would have come to that redemption had he not been dealt the hand. You know, he was like, well, all right, I, I guess maybe I should do something right here. Um, also on the list of best on-screen friends that people had uh, in this poll had nominated Rachel and Monica from Friends. Yeah. Uh, or as Phoebe. being some of the best. I know she was, yeah, she wasn't as tight as them. Uh, and then I love this one, Robin and Steve in Stranger Things. Yeah. They ended up having this uh, fantastic relationship. Uh, Very funny. Yeah, they first met in the second season and... Um, uh, or no, was it the third season? Yeah, third season. And uh, yeah, I love that. Scoops Ahoy, right? Yeah. What yep, about uh, Skipper and uh, Gilligan? Yeah. They were lovers. That's a love-hate relationship oh, right there. Ted Lasso and Coach Beard. There oh, you yeah. go. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, whoever checks that. Well, yes. you know what? And Keely and uh, Rebecca, too. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're talking. Yes. I love those two. I do, too. Yeah. And I um, love Ted and Beard's relationship yeah! even more so after this season when Beard sort of reveals to uh, somebody, I can't remember which person, oh, uh, to Nate, uh, their history. Yes. 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 Yes! 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 Because in the first season, he says, well, Ted did something for me. And that's and somebody you find out the wonderful thing he did. Yeah, why he went to the UK with him. And uh, Have we all watched it and completed it? Nope. They revealed okay. it. Oh, okay. Zach Braff and Donald Faison on Scrubs. Yes! yes! <laughs> no, I love them. They were great, great chemistry. I think they're bringing the series back. Are they not? Or have they already... Well, they're, I mean, listen, they're doing their their chemistry and friendship is so great on that show that they're bringing it back in commercials. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, also on this list is Chandler and Joey. So we're going back to friends. Chandler yeah. and Joey are good Ross friends. Four Ross. <laughs> yeah. Ross and, Ross and Phoebe. And Phoebe need to They hang. get left, left out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then you have Corey and Sean. Yeah. From Boy Meets World. Yeah. That's uh-huh. the uh, Savage and the other guy. There's always, a, there's always the other another guy, yeah, right? Ben yeah, yeah. Savage and his buddy. Yeah. Hold on, Marissa. What's his name? Uh, his name is Ryder Strong, and he had the best hair of the 90s. Oh. Ryder Strong? Ryder Strong. He was yeah. a heartthrob. He's okay. on that uh, podcast now with them. Okay. Which is Boy Meets... Two Girls in a podcast Cup. Podcast or something? <laughs> yeah, I forget what it's called, but it's Boy like Boy Meets Freddy. Two Girls in a Cup. <laughs> Him and Daniel Fischel. You know what family they left off the list is uh, Wonder Years. Oh, my God. Well, well and I, by the way, both versions of the Wonder Years. I'm a big fan of the, the new one. On this list for best on-screen friends, Kevin and Paul from the Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. wow. A young Marilyn Manson, right? Yes. Uh, no, not really. Uh, but people did think that for a while. <laughs> uh, then you have Jerry and George on Seinfeld. Okay. With, mm, yeah. Who's a better friend for Seinfeld? Was it Elaine? Was it Kramer? Well, Elaine. I mean, they're pretty reprehensible people, too. In fact, yeah. they, they. In fact, that was one of the issues with the last... They did basically a very reprehensible thing in the, in the series wrap-up. Yeah, yeah. They, they owned their awful nature. Yeah. Although Kramer was not reprehensible. No, he was just a goofball. Yeah. 
Uh, then the last uh, <laughs> on this list of Ben's best on-screen friends, Laverne and Shirley. Love Laverne. You know, one of the great joys, I was telling my wife that the um, meeting, having uh, met Penny Marshall and then having her in again, that was so awesome. Uh, and it was so sad that we lost her. No, it was... Uh, I mean, uh, Cindy, Cindy, Cindy uh, Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but uh, never oh. Penny Marshall. But Cindy Williams, I meant to say, uh, was great. She was wonderful. Yeah, and she was just a, a delight. That story she told about Jim Morrison. It was terrific. Crap. Yeah. Me, yeah, was she so was cool. working as a uh, waitress in a cocktail. Bar. Yeah, <laughs> if, uh, how much the, is true? Yeah, whiskey. Yeah, uh, the whiskey. Yeah. Um, how long is your oldest longest friendship? Oh, longest friendship, someone that I still engage with. Mm-hmm. I saw one on, on Friday night at the Union. My friend Dax, he's a, a photographer, staff photographer for the Union, and I've known Dax and been friends with him, like friends, friends, not just known him since first grade. Okay. We're, wow. we're still really close. Yeah. Uh, wow. Eighth grade. Okay. Yeah, my buddy Ben and I stay in touch from time to time. It's it's only like three, four times a year, maybe. Yeah. Uh, my oldest friend, my buddy Brad, we go back to kindergarten, and I talked to him like maybe three years ago was the last time, so I guess that might not quite count. How long with Steve? Uh, Steve and I started becoming buddies probably, I mean, I've known him uh, since junior high, but we started becoming really friends in high school, uh, really good friends, probably sophomore year or something like that. Mine's third high. grade. Wow. Um, and I still talk to him. We are on a text chain that we talk almost every single day. So like, you know, still in contact with. I was thinking about friends the other day and you know how you, you have like a, a the best buddy. Yeah. And it seems like you're going to be best friends forever. Yeah. And then I, I was doing a hindsight. There's a friend of mine, Howard. With your mom. We were, yeah, we were really, really close friends. We were locker partners for several years and all this stuff. And then just after high school, it just yeah, it just went away. There was but a, I feel like with was, guys more often are friends with, with uh, their friends from elementary school, whereas I think girls, typically, it's a little bit later in life. Some, some, something happens when... Um, uh, girls come into the picture and because I had friends that like, you know, once they started getting their, their D-wet, uh, they just disappeared. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, that's, a, that's a, kind happens. of a standard thing. But Did you ever lose a... Because uh, I lost a guy I would have thought would have been my best friend um, you know, forever. Uh-huh. I lost because a girl he liked Liked like you, me. okay, oh. yeah, that can happen for that, sure. That killed it. Mm. But there's the the fizzle out thing too that just kind of happens, whatever yeah. it is. You know, like not necessarily a, a thing that took place between you and the and the friendship just kind of yeah. disappears. And I I have reached back out a couple times to people like that and not really <laughs> received anything back. And I'm like, oh, I guess you didn't really like me, mm. much, you know. So but it's just the way life rolls. <laughs> my uh, I I asked because my my longest and oldest friend uh, he came down the shore uh, this weekend and we were hanging out and we've hung out a couple times this summer and you know he lives like three four five miles from me and and we've been friends for i mean he's my next door neighbor uh so we've been friends for 44 years something like that you know yeah. ever since we were like little tiny toddlers is he your best friend he's my best friend yeah he's my best friend yeah, can i tell you something like uh he's he's also like a great dude so i and i'm gonna reveal some, this something happened I, I had a sleepover at his house, and uh, how long ago? This was when you were a I, kid? Even, I, I was a kid. And and he, he thinks Troy Aikman's very handsome, right? Oh, no, I, no, 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 no. I think and, I know what happened. Uh, that was uh, that was long. Jeff, and Jeff is a, a good friend yeah. of mine as well. Uh, no, so I I wet the bed yeah. at his okay. house at yeah. a sleepover. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell anybody. Uh-huh. He didn't tell 
a soul. That's pretty cool. That's pretty you hard know what for I mean? a kid to hold back on, yeah. especially mm-hmm. when it's when you don't quite have a filter yet. It'd be part of the age. morning announcements. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> One last thing. <laughs> Casey pissed in my bed. I swear to God. Uh, that is the kind of guy he was and still is to this day. They're a rare breed. And it's an important lesson to teach your children to, like... Pick good friends. Yeah. Pick good friends. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. Like you pick your nose. Like you pick your nose. Exactly. You know? There's a bunch of friends on the from the TV list that we're missing out on. Cliff and Norm from Cheers. Oh, Cliff yeah. and Norm. The Golden Girls. Uh, Hanks and Scolari from Bosom Buddies. Lucy oh. and Ethel. Starsky and Hutch. Who would you think of um, the... Who are you saying? Who the other... Run, run through those again, Nick. Uh, so Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Um, Gus and Sean from Psych. Troy and Abed from Community. Those guys were great friends. Yes, uh, yeah. uh, Casey, how about uh, Cousin Larry? And Balky, yeah. I mean, they were they were, they cousins, were cousins, but they were they were great friends. But the Golden Girls, how are they not on the list? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then Cliff and Norm. I mean, those guys were um, peas in mm-hmm. a pod. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that Golden Girls um, like dinner theater thing is coming back to Philly sometime soon. You guys heard about that, right? The yeah. mystery, uh, the, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it? It's a new hope. Is it? Yes. Or uh, Peddler's Village. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a murder mystery, Golden Girls thing, from what I understand. The banana bar has Golden Shower Girls. <laughs> oh golden God. Shower Girls. Yeah, yeah. Which is a wow, wholly different show. I yeah. can't believe Senior the Golden Girls aren't on that list. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's they, listen, they only they pulled 2,000 people. And they could have been morons. Yeah, and that's yeah. for all we know. But, uh, yeah, Designing Women, if we're going to head down the, the, the <laughs> latest So who shows. were the besties on Designing Women? Well, yeah, Dixie Carter was the lead. Delta Burke. Delta Burke. And who was, uh, oh, we love her. Uh, uh, she's on Hacks. Yes. Um, oh, Jean Smart. Smart. Jean Smart. Jinx. Yay. Oh, my God. Call me. Yay. And Preston. Jinx. Oh, that was oh my God. <laughs> and from uh, Ghostbusters. Um, oh, uh, yeah. What's that? Ernie, Ernie Hudson? Hudson? Yeah. No, not Ernie. Yeah, he was. No, no, no. It, no. it wasn't oh, Ernie Hudson. I'm talking about the gal. I'm talking about that she was. Um, Annie Potts? Annie Potts. Potts! Wait, who was the black guy on uh, Designing Women? Not Ernie Hudson? I don't know. No, he's like something like. Mm-mm. I forgot the character's name. And he's very good, uh, but he's very. Er- in fact, he, he does a one man show where he plays Ernie Hudson. No, he does not. <laughs> Well, I can't definitively yeah, say Meshach that's not true. Taylor. Mish. Meshach Taylor. Meshach Taylor. Honestly, up until this point, I swear to God, I thought it was Ernie Hudson. <laughs> no. I know, I, I know I'm wrong, yeah. yeah. Who played Julia Duffy? Uh, I think Julia you Duffy No, Julia played Duffy her? played Allison Sugarbaker. Okay, there okay. you go. Yeah. Uh, Delta Burke uh, was so beautiful. And still is. And <laughs> Is she alive? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. She sells a uh, white bread down remember, at the beach. What was she, uh, First and Ten? That was that series on uh, HBO. So that was, and she was, uh, so the thing was, is that when she let herself be her curvier self and let, you know, and she became. Hideous? Well, yeah, disfigured. <laughs> no, she, um, she, uh, she was uh, just as lovely. Oh. I think First and Ten was the first uh, originally scripted show for any of these. She was a sports manager, cable right? Channel. She was an owner. Okay. Right, yeah. She was an right. owner of a team. It was Arliss. I, I think that was the first original programming for a cable network. So which, which came first, that or Arliss? I thought oh, I one. thought first and ten was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going with that. But uh, there was Arliss, and then Dream On was another one. Right, that came Michael after Ben that. Ben. Yeah, Ryan Ben Ben. Uh, right, <laughs> Michael Bean. It was his birthday the other day. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lenny and Squiggy are, are great friends. Oh, it's yes. Lon- Lonnie and Squiggy. <laughs> uh, Sex in the City, women that cast Richie and uh, and Fonzie. Fonzie. Well, Richie and Fonzie more right. Yeah, they oh, yes. became best best buds, buds. Yeah. eventually. In fact, wasn't Fonzie the 
did he officiate which Richie's wedding or was he the best? Mi- no, I didn't know she got married. Oh yeah, okay. He married. Hey! Uh, he married uh, Ralph Mouth. No, he didn't. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it, Steve. <laughs> Uh, no, I forgot. I forgot Richie's girlfriend's name. Uh, you remember her? She, she, she's great by Dorothy Hamill haircut. Yeah, yeah, very much. What about so. the Always Sunny crew? Are they really friends? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, but it would be who would it be though? Uh, Frank and Charlie. Frank, Frank and Charlie, and Charlie <laughs> would be the best. The, 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 you spend the night in a dumpster with someone. They, <laughs> <laughs> There's a great outtake where they're doing that scene where they're in the dumpster and uh, Frank is e- eating something and, and uh, Charlie goes, where'd you get that? And he goes, who's down, who's down there? <laughs> Charlie just starts laughing. All right. Well, anyhow, contemplate it today. Yeah. Best on-screen friends. And what, what makes a great friend? Best on-screen families as well. And who's your best friend? Think right. about that today. Or, or your longest friend. Think about that. Or your tallest friend. And reach out to your tallest Ooh. friend today. <laughs> Stu Kukla. That's my tallest friend. You know, you're my tallest you're friend. Tallest. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've got... Stu wow. Kukla. Yeah, Kukla. Stu Kukla. Yeah. Hola. How t- he's Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Stu Kukla? Stu Kukla's like 6'5", bright blonde hair, and he's Cuban. That's wild. Yeah. Fun I think, facts. He, I think yeah. he's lying about one of those things, and it's probably the Cuban. Nope. <laughs> no, his mom is uh, from Cuba. Okay. And, and his father's from Iceland. That makes him a nice cube. <laughs> It's an old joke. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Kath, what were you going to say? I don't know my tallest friend, um, but Where's I do. Where's the biggest nose? Well, I do have two really good friends, <laughs> my best friends, but they call each other best friend A and B. Oh, really? And they've, like, they, they're clear that who A is and who B is. She do calls you, her uh, plan B. That's they, it. It's not A and B. Plan A and plan B. Are they jealous of each other a little bit? Uh, no, not not anymore. Okay. Keith Rody had the biggest nose. <laughs> Uh, of all my friends, <laughs> Jake knows, but he got a, but he got a nose job. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did in in high school. He needed it. Like it was like bigger. It was gigantic. Right. It would be in the changed room. his life. Really? Actually, yes. Man, somebody pointed out to me the other day that John Krasinski has a really big nose. I'm he now, does. I can't, he does. I, I can't stop seeing. I'm watching Jack Ryan. He has a bulbous nose, and I'm fixing. And I have a big nose, so I'm allowed to talk about other people yeah. with big noses. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I can't stop <laughs> looking. He got Emily t- Blunt. Yeah. yeah, he's got the big nose like that dude from The Odd Couple. Uh, dude Jack Klugman. Mm, Jack or, Klugman. Jack Klugman. Or Carl Malden had a had a cauliflower for a nose. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a fleshy nose. Yeah. Yeah. Stu Kukla. Think about your friend <laughs> who has the biggest nose today as I well. I know who it is, but I can't. You are my say. most deformed friend. Mm. Come on. No, I'm not going to save my friend. I've whisper. got two. I have two. Whisper. You guys don't know them. Okay. Now yeah, I'm trying to think of who my tallest friend is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know who my tallest friend is. I mean, Tom Wolf Doug was, but like, I haven't talked to him in a while. Didn't he? He, he wrote the right stuff, did he? Uh, well, different Tom Wolf. Uh, hang yeah. on. Tom, McGla- uh, Tom McCullough. He's my is friend. Is he a friend? Tom no, he's McCullough. Right. Wow. Yeah, friend. Dude, uh, yeah, no, he is. I literally, I talked to him on the phone for like an hour. Now, that was when? like a year ago. Okay. <laughs> literally? Um, literally? Yeah, literally. I couldn't believe how long we were on the phone for. I don't know You were on the phone as long as he is tall. I, yeah, yeah. What were you guys talking about? Everything. Dude, because we, had, we hadn't talked in a while, and, and we were catching up, and, you know, we've had hey, children. Nice to talk to you. I want to ask you, do you like rye bread? Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he invited me to come out. He lives on some island off of Seattle, and really? he invited wow. me to, like, oh. uh, go drive around in his uh, convertible, uh, I think it's a Mustang. Yeah. He's the nicest guy. If you guy. say a Miata, I'll die. <laughs> 
<laughs> How tall is Jackie? Bam Bam. Uh, he's like six three, six four. Yeah, he's yeah. tall. He's in like three, two categories: tallest and oh, biggest nose. Yeah. Um, yes. And Kyle, who's taller, you or Jackie? Kyle's taller than Jackie. Oh, Kyle wow. is six four. Six four. He, dude, Kyle is like sneaky tall though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't when you look at That's him because he walks right on his knees. Why do you always walk around on your knees? And he has half shoes glued to the front of them to make you think he's. <laughs> Now I got to reconnect with my tallest friend from college. I'm kind of figure out don't let the is. tall people out of your life. Yeah, how if we no, no, if you need something to reach, to reach stuff. Like, yeah. By the way, I know we're all over the place right now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what do you um, mean? <laughs> how tall is Todd McCulloch? Like seven five he's or se- something? No, no, he's seven foot even. Seven foot. Yeah. I just, he's a gigantic human being. Yeah. Yeah. That career is an interesting career. So he had obviously he had this pernicious condition. Yeah, he signed a lucrative contract, right, and, and could then, not deliver on it. But there was a no cut. It's, yeah, and so the NBA is different. They have a ton of, like, guaranteed deals. And, like, all of those deals are, like, insured. Right. So even though the Sixers ended up losing out, I think they ended up getting some money back through insurance. But he's, and anyway, I remember he's a massive pinball fan. Yeah, yep. still yep. is. We went over to his house and played pinball over there. Tall people are so awkward to hug because you basically hug their, like, chest Balls. and below. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your face goes yeah. into their nuts. Goes, yeah. Your balls smell great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you clean these things. Do you spray your balls with Axe Body Spray? I could tell. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Anyhow, think about not only the best on-screen friends, best on-screen families, but also your tallest friend, your friend with the biggest nose, uh, and that friend you haven't talked to in a long time, your oldest friend, your longest friend. And those two friends that are jealous of their friendship with you because they think the other one is a better friend. Oh, and wait, one answer to a question that left... That we never answered. Uh, I'll go to Mike here. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. All right. Hi, Mike. Mike. Mike what uh, What are we missing out on here? Uh, Lori Beth was Richie's uh, girlfriend. There you go, oh, Lori oh, Beth. And, 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 and was Fon? Did Fonzie um, officiate the wedding, or was he Richie's I, best man? I, I think they did a proxy thing because for some reason Richie couldn't get out of the army. That's right. So, oh, I remember that they did it over the phone. But Fonzie yeah. was part of the Eiffel Tower when they died right, right, yeah, on yeah, the wedding yeah. night. Did he get the front? I don't know about okay. that. They I know he you took know. Uh, Mrs. C from behind. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Appreciate it, bud. <laughs> All right. Lori Beth. That was fun. I think we've earned a break. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> and I think we need to give away some pizza because you sat through that. All right. So, let's, uh... P-I-T-T-A. Oh. Where's the slow? That's the regular version. P-I-T-T-A. Yeah, what the, the hell? That's what? bizarre. I don't right. like it that. I tell you what, uh, I have a $50 Pizza Hut gift card to callers number 20 and 21 at 215-263-WMMR. And they are here because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. You can visit participating Pizza Hut locations for boneless wings as well. 75 cents each and tossed in one of nine signature sauces and rubs. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of Turtles. Where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is in theaters to now and right now. Callers 20 and 21 will set you up. When we get back, we got a kid who's trying to win a national championship. Yeah. And he'll be in a studio. His name is Cheddar Wiz. <laughs> we'll be right back. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. 
Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop in and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Just a little reminder, our Belly Flop Championship is tomorrow night. Oh, Can't yeah. believe it's uh, arrived already, but we will be headed to Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino Resort. 6 to 8 p.m., you are welcome to join. We encourage you to join. It's a little bit of a while. It's been a while since we had some FaceTime, so let's do this. And uh, we're going to be doing it from 6 to 8. We have 12 competitors. Yes. They're all going to be jumping in the pool. We're going to have a, uh, a panel of judges that are going to find out who the winners are. But on top of all that, there's tiki bars, there's sand, there's cabanas, there's food trucks. We are going to have a great time. Pancake's going to be spinning yes. the music yeah. for us. Pancake's awesome. DJ Pancake. Yeah. So we're psyched event tomorrow night, 6 to 8 p.m. Do not miss it. Before we welcome our guest here, Casey has a shout out to do. Yes. Uh, so my friend John uh, wanted me to give a shout out to his wife, Teresa. Teresa, today, is ringing the bell. Oh, and, uh, wow. yeah, awesome. So that's, it is a huge deal for her. So she's having her last chemo treatment at uh, Penn in Radnor today. She's a mother of four boys. Uh, she's been battling hard since January. And uh, after this treatment, she can't wait to ring that bell. So just wanted to give a, a, a heartfelt shout out to Absolutely, Teresa. Absolutely, yes. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. That's huge. Yep. Uh, before we welcome our next guest, who here, who all here at in one point in their life has had a mullet? I just the actual haircut. All of us, right? Yeah. No, not me. Not me. No. You never had a mullet. Never had a mullet. Uh, I thought I saw a picture of you back when you had facial hair with a little bit of a, a flap back there. Maybe I'm wrong. I had it? long hair. I had shoulder length hair at one point. Huh. But never a mullet. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, we're in good company because we've got a kid who could be the champion. <laughs> Who is sitting right before us? His name is Rory Ehrlich, but he goes by the name Cheddar Wiz. Yeah. And let's welcome him to the studio this morning. What's up, Cheddar? How you doing, man? Good. Excellent. How old are you, buddy? Six. Six years old. Six and wow. has a, a world class mullet. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, how, so tell me, when you get up in the morning and you're going to go out and start your day or go to school or whatever it is, how long does it take you to get your hair ready for the day? About like one minute. About one, one minute. Wow. Do, you do, pros, your, do you do your own hair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The pros make it look so easy. That's impressive. Uh, by the way, his mother, Erin, is here yeah. as well. Aaron, uh, who has been featured in the President Steve Tolley office calendar, is yes. joining us this morning. Uh, so, all right, do me a favor, Aaron. Tell me about the the mullet the mullet contest. By the way, it's the um, what, what's the actual name of the contest? Mullet Champ. Yeah, so it's okay. Mullet Champ. Um, he is in the kids division. 
Jackson. Um, right now, he's in the top 25 in the United States. Wow. Ages 1 to, to up to 13. So, yeah, he's come a long way. So, how many did, <laughs> how many kids did he go up again? Because what we're looking at is an amazing mullet. So, I have no doubt that he's obviously, you know, in, in the top tier. But how many uh, kids was he up against? Yeah, I don't know the exact amount. But I know in the kids division, um, I, I think that in his age group, it was like 4 to 6 or 4 to 7, something like that. There were a few hundred kids. Okay, wow. Hey, Excellent. Cheddar, what do you think about all this attention being put on you, man? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, I also have to ask the, the name, Cheddar Wiz. Where did that come from? Why do you have, why is your nickname Cheddar Wiz? Because <laughs> I love cheesesteaks. Oh, cheese that's a perfect answer. And you yeah. like Wiz on your cheesesteak? Okay, how about onions? You have to you have to speak so we're on the radio. Okay. Yeah. 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 So cheese cheese wit. So cheddar whiz. I love that. And in fact, there's a picture of him here pressing up on the screen eating a, a large sandwich. Oh, that's great. Healthy appetite. Yeah. Um. So, mom, would, uh, where where did the mullet come from? Was it his yeah, idea? It was his idea. We really don't know where it came from. Honestly, <laughs> he just he got up in the chair and asked for it. And Barbara kind of looked at us and was like, "Are you sure?" Um, and we're like. I guess go for it, and I mean, he did confirm. He's like, you know, do you want like an updated mullet? Or are we doing like Billy Ray here? And I'm like, let's start updated and see where that takes us. And now clearly, you can see yeah, what we've done. So his hair had to be fairly long to begin with to 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 work a mullet, right? I mean, not, I, it kind of started at you know maybe a little bit okay. lower than yeah. His ear uh, it grew pretty quick. So, right, so then, then I can I consider that that's a homegrown mullet. That's not. <laughs> I'm going to go get my hair cut into this. You know what I mean? This is yeah. This is, uh, he, he started from the roots. I like that. That's great. Yeah. And he, go ahead, Nick. He does look a little like uh, a little Joe Dirt, like that style of mullet, which was terrific. And Aaron, you were saying that um, it's a bit rare for people north of the Mason-Dixon line to have a mullet. So he's going to go in a national competition, but some of the most of the competitions from the South, right? Yeah, a lot of it. And I mean, if you look at these contestants, like just the photos that were submitted, like it, they crack you up. The one kid had like an alligator in his hand. <laughs> the, one, the one kid was like topless on the back of like a, a motorcycle. We were like, okay, you know, we we have some some tough competition here. Well, we're looking at some of the pictures here of the competitors, and uh, man, I, I don't oh, see why you can't take this whole thing. Well, you know what they don't have that uh, that Chatterwiz has a winning smile. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. that's what he's got right there. That picture, man, that's pretty awesome. What do your friends think about your hairstyle, uh, Cheddar? <laughs> no, you think they think it's pretty cool. The baseball team talks about it a lot. Oh yeah, you play baseball. Yep. What position's your favorite? Second base. Second base? Yeah. Right. Is your team the Phillies? No. Okay. Oh, who is it? <laughs> he plays on a few teams. Oh, oh you play on a few oh, different okay. teams? Okay. Right. okay. So who's, what's your favorite team? What's your favorite baseball team? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Mom tapped the, uh, the <laughs> jersey just to remind you. Yeah. So, Very so good. Do you know the whole breakdown um, of of what a mullet is? Do you know that it's it's business up front and what is it in the back? Party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what comes with this uh, if if he wins this title? What uh, what happens? Yeah. So there's three prizes. There's first, second, and third. And uh, first place is five thousand dollars. What? Ooh. Yeah. And he knows what he plans to do with all of that, oh, well, that money. Let's hear. What right? are you going to do with the money if you win it, buddy? <laughs> don't be shy now. Come on. Mom, what's the place? It's okay. You don't have to tell the places. They want to say, if you win first prize, what are you going to buy? My sister, Alma. 
a llama for his sister. A llama? llama? For your sister? I want a llama. That's awesome. Can you get your first consideration? (laughs) Can you get those for five grand? Yeah, of course. You can rent them. You want to buy your sister a llama. What else? Okay, how is is she older or younger than you? Older. What how old is she? Seven. And she loves llamas, huh? You're a good brother. Dude, you're a great brother. Are you gonna I buy never an- would have done that. Yeah, no. right? Are you going to buy anything for yourself? Nah. <laughs> what about, yeah, what what about a- for mom? Yes. Are we going to go to Little Oli? Is oh, Little Oli. Our, our little wing, our, our wing night local. <laughs> a Little Oli? Not yeah. Little Italy. <laughs> little Oli. <laughs> you heard Little yeah. Italy too, right? No, yeah. Little Oli uh, is a town uh, not too far from Boystown, and yeah. uh, uh, they have a good wing place they out there? a great wing night. All so. right, yeah. <laughs> he goes, he's... He's the kid with the mullet that comes and plays the ring toss game there. Me, so. Tell me, so I got to tell you, Cheddar, you, you're on the money here. We're looking at a, a, at a, re, at a, uh, a, a piece of, I guess it's Wikipedia. How much is it? Called up and it says your average uh, llama between three hundred and five thousand dollars That's within oh. your price range. Yeah, you could get that for yourself. <laughs> get a slightly busted one for three hundred, yeah, and then, then, yeah. then go yeah. get the wings. Definitely. Hey, did you know that llamas will spit on you? Do you know that they do that? No. Yeah, for yeah. real. No, they're yeah. not going to spit on him. So you can train it to spit on the people that make fun of your mullet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. That. So has anyone given you any garbage for the mullet? Or you said they all think it's cool, right? Yeah. Okay, good. But he's some people. Yeah. So when we put it out on social media, it's either hit or miss. People either love it, um, or you know, I think the people that never had one or never could rock one give them a little bit of a heart. They're jealous yeah. because okay. they don't believe that a child of this age should have as kick ass a mullet as he has. <laughs> yeah. My son, when he was about seven or uh, maybe eight or nine, uh, he got a, a mohawk. Loved it. I'm yeah. like, all right, dude, you want that? You got it. You know, is that kind of the same way you exactly. feel? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you can rock it, do it. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And so, Aaron, if you go to uh, mullachamp.com, you can vote for Rory, also known as Cheddar Wiz. But there's also a charity angle to this, which is really cool. So if you want to talk about uh, what that is. Sure, yeah, that is the most important part to it. And it, it sits kind of near and dear uh, with our hearts. We have someone in the military. Who's in the military, Rory? Grandpa. 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 So Grandpa is a retired senior master sergeant, and it's great because this charity um, is for the uh, Jared Allen uh, Foundation. So all of the money goes to homes for wounded warriors. Oh, that's phenomenal! That is great. All right, so we're we're in the we're in the third stage of this contest right now. Yeah. And then how many more are there before the? Ch- this, is this, is it. this is this is this is it. Twenty five. It'll narrow down to the top three. And right. when, when is the final tab taken? Um, so the voting starts on the seventh, so on Monday, and it's going to go the entire week. And it's pretty simple. You just log right onto the the mullet website or Rory's link. Click vote. Um, you can vote once per every twenty four hour period. Well, we are going to push this. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. charity angles, yeah. mate, yeah. and we're not even embellishing. He's clear, clearly Cheddar's clearly yeah. the king of this cluster. And not only that, I want I want to know somebody who owns a llama. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know, I've never <laughs> known anyone who's owned a llama, and I think that'd be a pretty cool thing. And yes. speaking of the charity, so so far he's raised a little over one thousand dollars for it. Oh. So he's done Good for you, bud. Nice job. You enjoying your summer, by the way? Has summer been good? Has you had fun this summer? Yeah. Awesome. What have you been doing? Twirling your hair? Yeah. 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 A lot of that. A lot of baseball, <laughs> swimming, camp. Oh, very active. Okay. okay. Hey, nice. Rory, how many how many cows do you guys have right now? Six. Six? Yeah. And do you, have, do you have a new one that was just born? A little baby calf? Yep. And what's that baby calf's name? Do you remember? Barbara. 
Barbara. So, so you clearly you live on a on a farm, obviously, we right? Not, you know, this isn't a condo. Yeah, the llama situation is like real. It seems it real is, now. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. sister has been saving her money uh, for quite a few years. I mean, I think she's up to like sixty two dollars. So <laughs> that was when Rory was like, "I can win you money, Emma. I'm going to buy you this alpaca." Oh, you know, see, llama. I thought this was just like a, you know yeah, yeah. A little kid thing. No, this is this legit. Is I'm pretty sure that's the reason he wanted to do it was to win his sister this. Oh, oh my god! My Let me tell you something. You you are more with it than we are. We yeah. didn't even realize that Agreed. this is an actual functioning uh, yeah. fa- and this this makes sense. This isn't, oh, the, what are the, the, the wide-eyed kid thinks he's going to get a llama. No, you, you're on a farm. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, if we have any llama farmers listening right now, why don't you just give them a llama? Yeah. <laughs> Nah, we want him to win too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to win. Yeah, yeah, that too. So we're going to help do that. We got to, and you know, we're calling yeah. up on all of the uh, mullet uh, aficionados out there, and any, anyone else to support uh, Chatter here. I mean, he's yeah. definitely the cutest one too, for sure. In this, yeah. I mean, yeah. they all look great, but his little face is the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. He's smiling. So after the mullet, right. are you familiar with like? Have you ever seen a rat's tail? <laughs> Which is a very thin kind of string that comes out of the back. Have you ever seen those? No. Okay. I think I think a mullet's more impressed. Would you you'll agree? Yeah, okay. We talked that if he does cut it off, we're just gonna leave a little bit of a rat's tail. Okay. okay. With like a bead, maybe. A bead, all right. Yeah. All right. Well let's uh, let's bring this home. Uh mulletchamp.com, but the voting doesn't start till the seventh, so we'll remind you about that. Uh, Nick, make sure you remind me. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, for sure. We'll, we'll absolutely hit that. So um well congratulations on your uh on your success so far, Rory. You're doing great. You moved on to the third round, and we're going to help you out. Okay, buddy? Okay. All right. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Aaron, thanks for being here. Thanks yeah. for being, uh, bringing Cheddar Whiz by, and uh, and we'll put the word out. Appreciate Happy it. Happy to. Thank you. All right. Let's hear it for yeah. Rory. Yeah. Yeah. Ehrlich, going for the Mullet with the Championship. So cool. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, short. <laughs> I, I, we both hit the button at the same time. And it happens. It makes this thing happen. Um, so we got a little bit of time. Yeah, we do. Are you a stream of consciousness? Now? No, I'm not a stream of consciousness. Are you just regular you? It. I'm just me talking about, I'm just a boy standing, standing in front here. of a girl. Oh, yeah? You want to kiss me? Oh, I want to kiss you. <laughs> I want to kiss you. Uh, no, I saw this story I thought was kind of interesting, and it does have to do with uh, with the summertime. And one of the things you expect to see uh, and hear uh, in the summertime is um, uh, the ice cream truck when it comes through town. And uh, there was a story over the weekend about a South Jersey neighborhood where Mr. Softy has been banned. See, I... Mr. Softy was yeah. my favorite growing up. I loved the soft ice cream. I wasn't lucky enough to have a Mr. Softy in my life because I would have loved that too. I preferred the soft yeah, ice cream yeah. too, Steve. But um, no, Kathy, it's because the music coming out of the loudspeaker. Uh, this is in, I want to say this is in Blackwood. Yeah. Don't they, I mean, most, don't most ordinances in most towns cover the volume of things like that? I don't know. Also, right? it's not that loud and if it's because parents are worried just do what my parents did and turn on the radio inside the house pull the blinds down and <laughs> right. start singing and dancing around the house so that the kids don't know the ice cream truck is coming or just you, tell you, them to turn the music off like Kathy I, I, was raised yeah. like bird box kid. Yeah. 
You like, we, no, like, wait, I remember, and I, I I specifically remember one time my uh, my mom and her best friend, my aunt. Um, do they? We were all at the house, and between them, there was you know we, there were me, my two brothers. She had a bunch of kids, and they ran around the house. And I was at the age where I started to realize what was right, happening, right, yeah. uh-huh. and they were closing the blinds and literally dancing and singing to the music because they didn't. I mean, oh like, I, was it really that big of a deal to give us ice cream? I don't know. That's that's crazy. <laughs> It was banned from my neighborhood growing up. We uh, were no, no ice cream trucks, no ice cream trucks, no Jack and Jill, no Mr. Softy. Dude, we used to, uh, one time, one time it came down, and a neighbor from a street away came over yelling. Why? Tell, because I don't know why they didn't I like the saying. noise, they didn't like the music, or they just didn't I, want ice cream in our neighborhood. I guess they just didn't want to have to pony up a dollar oh, every that, time. Man, she, in our neighborhood, she would have been murdered. That's yeah. not cool. We had uh, we had uh, good humor. We had Mister Softy. We had Bungalow Bar, which uh, the truck looked like a little bungalow. We had the snow cone people. Come snow through. cone. Do you remember people? snow? Cones? I do remember snow cone Loved people. Them. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this in the past, where in Philadelphia. They used to have trucks that had rides on the back of them that would just drive down oh, the yeah. street. We had there was one and they basic, had whip. It was basically yeah, it was basically just kind of like a little merry-go-round on yeah. the back of a truck, yeah. And then, the, but the, <laughs> we there we all sorts of weird. Not to go off on a tangent, but we had right. a guy who used to ride around in a truck and sharpen your knives, yes, and yeah. sharpen your lawnmower blades. I wish they had that now. I would do. Right. My, my knives need to be sharpened. My mom laughs about this truck that used to drive around the neighborhood and make love to all the housewives. All all the housewives. Every I don't know. They, they had great stamina. No, Mr. Hardy. <laughs> no, it was a. It was like a a pesticide truck. Like they would uh, come down and spray like mosquito spray, and the kids would run behind it. Yeah, breathing yep. that stuff in. Like, like the Zika virus. Or? Yeah, I've seen it. It's a, it's got a big thing, uh, like a like a cone type sh- the thing that comes the back, and it's really loud. You could hear well, it coming that, down the street. That's got to be a a problem, right? Uh, yes. To go dance in the insecticide. I would think so. We. We had, we had a Look, neighbor. I'm covered in it. When I when I lived in South Carolina for a short time, oh my God! In hindsight, this is horrible. We had this neighbor who would drive us around in his trunk. <laughs> <laughs> why, was it Kathy's grandfather? Why? My, right. Yeah. True story. Why my parents thought that was okay, I don't know. But I mean, the trunk would be open. Okay, and we would pile in the back it's of the safe. trunk and you dr- could breathe and drive down the street. I oh mean, I, just in our neighborhood. Yeah. Just hold on to the spare. You'll it, be fine. It was like a goofy ride. They were also that, that, like, I don't know if they had, I don't think they had kids. They had a trampoline. There were a lot of negative yeah. uh, 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 red flags here. About and and a family. Super 8 camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so of the, of the cluster of the ice cream trucks... So you didn't have Mr. Softy. Was your snow cone guy the favorite? Uh, no, I think just the regular novelty guy that you could get the bomb yeah. pops and, and strawberry shortcake and mm-hmm. you know Cause, uh, cause Mr. ice cream sandwiches from. Preston, Mr. Softy would make chocolate shakes. Yeah, could do that. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, it was the same it. tune for every ice cream truck, right? Like they they played the same jingle for <laughs> every. Yeah. 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 No, no, definitely not. You had uh, some of the popular ones were turkey and the straw. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, there was, uh, now Mr. Softy has a specific song yes. that they play. I, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Rape Me. That's it. That's Mr. Yeah, Softy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is it a riff on, it's not, that's not a riff on Pop Goes the Weasel, right? Nah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> now, how does Turkey and the Straw go? Yeah, 
Mr. Softy jingle was uh, known as the Mr. Softy jingle. Oh. It, it's, ah. it's its own thing. What if that were coming out of the loudspeaker? I'm going to die. Uh, why, your... why ban it all together? Why not just say, hey, listen, you can't play the music or you can't. Um, at this certain come, time. At, yeah. Honestly, after 8 o'clock, I agree. don't do Good it. humor and bungalow bar just had bells on the side. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. all it was. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a bell. Yeah. Ding, yeah. ding. That's all yeah. you got. Yeah. If ultimately you just don't want to have to buy your kids ice cream every single time they come through, then you know what? You just tell them that they're they're not getting any ice cream. Same thing as going into the grocery store. Or, or any. have it there, too. Anytime There's, you drive past a Rita's or a Dairy Queen or something just tell like them. It's a massive flashback, but up on the screen here in the studio is, is the bungalow bar truck, which we used to love. I That's love really that. cool. And it had a small door in the back where, you know, the, the guy would reach in and get all the stuff, but it looked like a little bungalow. You know what, Steve? They banned the rye bread truck in my neighborhood. Oh, you no. Damn it. Well, yeah. now they all take to the beer. Bread. Rye bread. Rye bread. On a hot day, who would like a piece of rye bread? Uh, Jennifer McGlinchey, who lives in Blackwood, said, I really couldn't imagine uh, anybody complaining about that or it annoying them. This is lyrics, this song. Sing it, Nick. Hold on. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. Uh, And Nick will sing this for us. Uh, Can I I guess? Sure. All right. Play it. I'll guess. And then you give me the real lyrics. Okay. Hot blooded, check it and see. I've got a fever of 103. Does that match up? It's very close. Okay. okay. All right. From All the right. beginning, here we go. The creamiest, dreamiest soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy. For a refreshing delight supreme, look for Mr. Softy. I don't think I did it at the right pace. I think you did I just fine. That, I think something skipped in right. there. Do you know there was He's a movie, think by a the way, a movie where Mr. Softy was basically a, they took the character and made him like a superhero? Oh, oh really? He, and he was his head was a cone with ice cream the whole thing. Mike on the phones has a Mr. Softy joke. Have we probably vetted, have heard, we vetted I've, this joke? I think I know the joke. Oh, it's it's yeah. the it all right. Yeah, it's it's why. Well, go uh, ahead. Hi, yeah, I listen, my okay. Hi, hey Mike. Good, good morning. morning. To see you. What's up, buddy? Yeah, how come the Dairy Queen can't have any babies? <laughs> she married Mr. Softy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 There was a candy bar joke. It was a lengthy one that my sister used to tell, and I don't remember how it was. It was it was all candy bars. It was like uh, Mr. Goodbar and Miss Hershey went behind the powerhouse. Right. Blah, 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 and something or other, and then they ended up with in a baby roof. shoot. Yeah. And then he did her in the butt. And then it was payday. <laughs> something like that. In yeah, the Hershey the Highway. Payday, got the payday. <laughs> yeah. And then, Turns out she was a hooker. Yeah, yeah, nine yeah. months later, they had a baby roof. <laughs> anybody knows that. One day, pay, one on one payday, oh, no. Mr. Peanut went, wanted a bit of honey, so he took Mary Jane yes. behind the powerhouse yes. on the corner of Clark and Fifth Avenue. He began to feel her mounds, <laughs> and that was pure almond joy. It made his tootsie roll. <laughs> he let out some Snickers as his butterfinger went up, <laughs> went up her juicy fruit, <laughs> and caused a Milky Way. <laughs> you can't argue with that. That's yeah. that's writing. There's more. She uh, she shot screamed. a Twizzler. She screamed, "Oh, Henry!" <laughs> As she squeed his, squeezed his Peter Paul and zagged <laughs> Mary Jane said, you're even better than the three musketeers. <laughs> Soon she was a bit chunky and nine months later had a baby roof. That's actually great. That's pretty good. You should make that a movie. Do you remember the powerhouse bars? I do. No, I don't, yeah. They were, I think I recall I liking, didn't like them. liking those, but I don't remember what was in them. If you wouldn't mind looking up, uh, Nick, what was in a powerhouse, I'll take a call while you're looking that up. Uh, I'll go to... Fred. Hey, Fred, good morning. 
Hey, guys, man, I miss, I miss Philly. I'm in Virginia. Oh, come back sometime, buddy. What's up? We want you back oh, here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. I'll definitely be back in Cherry Hill. Right. I was. I came from, the. I grew up down at Jersey Shore. Yep. So all we had was a custard stand in Cape May Courthouse. Okay. And when I came up here the first time, I was 17, and, so, and a Mr. Softy truck went past. And my aunt, I'm looking and I'm like... What's up with that? <laughs> and my cousin looks at me and he goes, God, what's wrong with you? You can get us got ice cream. I was like, what? Never seen anything like that in Virginia, had you? Oh, no. Or yeah, you were Cape May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I turned around, I went over, and I had, had part-time jobs and all, so I got my cousin's all ice cream, and I, I was like, whoa. So then I moved into the neighborhood area when I moved up here, and... I had my first Siberian Husky. We what did that out. taste like? Yeah. yeah. You put it in a big bun. <laughs> oh, they put up a hell of a fight. He was frosty. No, he was he was my start of them. I'm my fifth one right now in Virginia. Okay. And he turned around, and I, I went out, and my wife then wanted a cone. I got one, and I said, you know what? Give me, can I have it in a cup? I got that. His name was Timber. I got him that ice cream, <laughs> and every time that big truck came through the neighborhood, that dog went bonkers in the house. To go I would outside, like to get ice cream and cold. it got to be that the Mister Salty fe- fellas would actually give me ice cream for him, even if I didn't want a cone. So, yeah. so a, a lot of places will do okay. what they call pup cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you give you can't give them chocolate, but you can give them vanilla ice cream, yeah. and uh, that's that's right. Yeah, I love when they do that. That's great. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Fred. Appreciate it, You're bud. Welcome. Hey, yep. guys, take care. I listen to you streaming the most all the time. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you, Fred. That, man. Appreciate it, buddy. Take care. Yeah. Um, well, now, uh, the one that, uh, if uh, at the shore that we're always with, and Casey's son worked with for a while is Big Top Surfing Sundays. He actually came out to our uh, food trucks and fireworks right, event. Right, right. And, Steve, not just milkshakes, but, I mean, full-on Sundays. Oh, and, yeah. oh it's just it's so ice good. cream trucks have come a long way. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, if I... We on very rare occasions in my neighborhood in Harleysville. We're lucky if maybe twice a year, uh, one will come through. And if the whole family's around, we'll still run out there That's and go get some, sit in the shade and have a little ice cream together. So I guess we, yeah. How often we we get them like once or twice a week? They come through. Okay, yeah, it's not bad. Um, but at the shore, it's like. Five times a day. Uh-huh. Yeah, no it's doubt. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, the thing is, you call, right? And they'll yeah, come, to your, your, they'll they'll come, come to, to your street, and then everybody in your street comes out. So this uh, this story, somebody complained about the music in Blackwood. Um, a Facebook user posted, Our Mr. Softy has disappeared and has been told not to come back around to our area. Never because, come back. Because of one neighbor calling to complain about the music. That's bull crap. Um, so Jennifer Lee from Fox 29 went to the Mr. Softy headquarters, where Mike Conway family are third generation owners. Conway said complaints about the music are a continuous issue that they deal with from time to time. He said if it's too late if it's past like 10 o'clock at night, we're like okay, that's way too late. But sometimes it can be 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, somebody saying you're waking up my sleeping baby. Oh, come on. Uh, but what about the other kids in the neighborhood that are running around and want some ice cream? Uh, he, say, he tells the owner operators it's hard to please everyone when running a business but use your best judgment. Just get the bells. He said we need to play music to get the people out. Uh, when you're stopped, we want them to turn the music down, regardless of the time of day. That's the thing, too, is if you pull up and you stop, you should probably bring the volume one I have down. the solution. Huh. Ice cream! We got ice cream! <laughs> and then people come out. Yeah, maybe that'll be it. 
hang on, let me go to Mike. Yo, Mike. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Listen, I, uh, what's up with you? I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm a little local Delco guy. Yeah, uh, I, I was big in collectible toys and memorabilia back in the 90s. I helped launch a huge toy company called Funko. Uh, yeah, we know Funko. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I got goosed on that one. Long story another time. Um, I did. <laughs> did you ever eat a Siberian Husky? <laughs> well, uh, they did not do a Siberian Husky bobbing head or a Funko Pop, but uh, I'll try and read All right, out. see if you can do that. Um, and, and a mullet kid, too. Okay. So, so uh, back in the day, I was able to get myself into a light, little licensing deal. I really just approached companies that had dormant advertising characters so we could do Funko Pops, and then I could roll it into other potential deals. And I got a hold of the, the two Conway cousins. Their fathers had founded Mr. Softy. Okay. And I was doing some licensing, and I set up a website, sell merchandise. It was a great deal. But... You know, Preston and Steve, uh, uh, Steve and Barry, I don't know if you remember them. They were a big uh, licensed shirt outlet. They'd go in these malls. They had these huge shirts. The, the, the stores, the stuff, stuff was real cheap. They were a con. They were some kind of a pyramid scheme. Oh. And and they wanted to license Mr. Softy. And then they, without ever paying, they started doing stuff. And they did all the sleazy stuff and went down in the big ball, ball flames. But they lost me my Mr. Softy gig because they, they beat the company and he beat me. But back to the song, the Mr. Softy <laughs> song, actually is a theme song with lyrics. Yeah, okay. well, he was, uh, Nick was just, was just uh, re- uh, sing talking the lyrics to us. Oh, okay. I didn't hear it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, da, 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 the taste so sweet. His name is Mr. Saw. And, and so nobody really knew that. But the funny thing is, uh, back in the 80s, if you remember, Double Dutch Butts. Butts sure. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. was a rap, an early rap song. Hit, and he was a silly guy. His management approached me back when I was doing the licensing and wanted to do a Mr. Softy rap and have the music in the background. But there was some double entendres and such as you can expect. Right. And, and the, the, the brother were not with that idea, but uh, they, they would get paid, I believe, or at least get permission a lot of times with TV shows and things that show a truck right. or a little snippet of the music. But because they were such a little family company with four or five employees, they just didn't stay on top of stuff. So things appeared in shows and movies. And so they they, they, they they lost all they that paid. all that revenue from the uh, the the imagery and uh, the rights to the Mister Softy character. People just steamrolled them. They just didn't stay on top ah, of it. Interesting. And, and, and so it was It was a whole, everything about it was interesting because in the peak, their company had like 2,000 trucks. But when I was working with them, it was down to like 600. It's probably less mm. now because ice cream treats are everywhere now. Mm. They were a novelty when their father started it sure. in the 50s. Sure. They, it was a real novelty. But uh, the, 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 it was so funny because... What I was doing, things would come across my desk, if you will, yeah. about porns with the name and all. Oh, oh, Mr. Well, porn. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, Mr. Mr. Porn. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Kids, the porn yeah. truck's coming. Okay. <laughs> and people think it's a New York company because that was their their biggest market uh, most times. Philly was. I need you to stop talking. Yeah. This is- <laughs> all right. <laughs> Mike, 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 I appreciate it. We don't need the full history okay, of Mr. Softy. Got you guys. But we do appreciate He's still going. We do appreciate the call. All right. Delco actor with a movie coming out. I'll be back in touch. All right, man. Later, man. Bye bye. Stop talking. <laughs> He's going to call a movie about. <laughs> by the way, wait a minute. The, the guy who did uh, the Double Dutch Bus is from Philly? I don't know. I, I didn't know, know that. I'm so lost in that diatribe. I don't oh, know. Yeah. This guy? Yeah. Yeah.
We need to talk to him if, if that's true, because I want to find out what the hell all this means. So how is he? So this is the guy who created Mr. Softy? No, 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 no. <laughs> Somehow or another, we got the Double Dutch Buzz. Yeah, well, uh, we can't you know, Two Life Crew invented the bomb pop. Did he die, Casey? Oh, wait, no, no. Yes, he did. Died in 2019. Do we, does he know that? Uh, maybe sure. he doesn't know that yeah. yet. We can still get him on. I do not know. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me go to Bruce here. Hi, Bruce. You're on the air, buddy. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, dude. What's up? I need you to stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to say, man? Hey, did you guys know that there is a Mr. Salty Tracker app? Whoa, that's cool. Perfect. I just recently used it. I was at the house with my wife and my daughter, and my daughter wanted ice cream. We heard the ice cream truck, but it never comes up our block. It's just a pain to get all the way around and go up and block where it'll make money. Mm. Yeah, here, so you we know looked what? for an app and we found it and then we tracked him down. It was all the way over in Collingdale, so we went and chased him down and got ice cream. So let me ask you because Kate and Preston talk about that that you can actually on the app down at the shore, you can actually change the course of where the truck is going and they'll come to you. Yeah, uh, is that option? Uh, that. Is that option available with the Mister Softy app? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't explored it that much. I just wanted to get ice cream one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go dig around in there. Go, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, bud. Well, thanks. All right, see ya. Open that app right now. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? Oh, man, that's a different one. <laughs> They'll deliver that as well, though. Yeah, if you want it. Yeah, the support. Yeah, the porn guy. <laughs> hey, case the porn truck's coming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then the guy, yeah. the screaming guys. <laughs> porn truck! It's a nice, cold fist and pop. Fist and pop. Oh, my God. When I was a kid, though, uh, for, from the ice cream truck, like, the the one that I would go after, and I would never get it now because I'm not a popsicle guy anymore, but, uh, but the bomb pops. That's when I was in, like, kindergarten, first, second grade. We would get those things. They seemed gigantic at the time. Do you know what I, My heart always went out white and blue ones. To the guy who would be working at the Mr. S- in the Mr. Soft, you think, because it had that, that, that window that opened up. But the, the the actual ice cream machines, the soft ice cream machines, kicked out heat. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So it was like, <laughs> dude. By the way, Conway, the guy who owns us, said that the, the drivers work pretty long hours. They work between uh, 8 and 10 hours a day. And for driving around like that, that's, um, yeah. that's a pretty long shift. And you're driving, what? Five miles an hour? Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun, it's funny when you occasionally do see a Mr. Softy out on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're not, you don't go that fast. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, if you are going to get a bomb pop, get the bomb pop. Don't do what I did and get the burn perp uh, because they don't taste as good. What's the burn perp? The <laughs> knockoff bomb the pop? The knockoff bomb pop. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm sure they don't. Mm-hmm. They did make ones that were uh, chocolate, that were actual ice cream. They were, they were chocolate ice cream, chocolate coated. Uh, as well, and sometimes they had like uh, like chips. crispies in it, or uh, or uh, Stephen. I think some of them were malted. Uh, oh, yes. All right, let me ask you guys this question: It is not ice cream, but it is a frozen treat. Okay, what am I? What are your thoughts on chocolate covered frozen bananas? Um, There's it, a great place in Amsterdam. I, uh, <laughs> I think if you're going to go that far, uh-huh. you may as well get ice cream. Yeah. I think that it's it's a healthier alternative, but I would never really get the chocolate covered bananas. Mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm if I'm doing something that's that's cold and has chocolate, doing ice cream. Yeah, you know, I agree. I also want a cuck there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to watch. Yeah. Here's a banana Hulk. <laughs> I made it nice and cold for you. I don't know how you like it that way. But that's where I that's where I live with um, chocolate covered bananas. God, now I, there's I want to have all this stuff now. Yeah. I want to have the, the, the well. 
if you're in Blackwood, you ain't having Mr. Softy, dude. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, they, it's also you're depriving kids of a, what I think is a rite of passage. I, I would think there's got to be middle ground. The, por- the porn truck. Well, the porn truck or maybe keeping the music off if the music is the issue. Just the bells. Just the ring Something bells. Like that. It'd be more than uh, adequate. Or lean on the horn yeah. as you're driving through the neighborhood. <laughs> right. Just lean on it. Yeah. They'll hear you. They'll wonder what's going on. They'll come out. <laughs> You could do that, too. All right. Let's take a break, but let's give away some pizza while we're taking a break. I do have $50 gift cards to Pizza Hut. And let's take call number 16-215-263-WMMR. You can try new Pizza Hut melts, including the cheesesteak melt, available for a limited time at all Pizza Hut locations. No one out pizzas the Hut, the official pizza of turtles everywhere. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem is in theaters now. Call number 16. Sure, it's going to take a break. Come back into the Bizarre File. Stay with us. It's an MMR concert event deserved. The Take Back Your Life Tour, August 21st at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Special guests breaking Benjamin and MMR has an amazing concert fan experience. The unstoppable Keg Crusher Grand Prize. A four-pack of the best seats in the house passes for your group to hang at the Keg Crusher Bar with unlimited beer and barbecue. And we'll also throw in four signed set lists and other disturbed merch, including an autographed guitar. Listen to win a pair of tickets and qualify each afternoon with Brent Porsche. And again, all this weekend, text DISTURBED to 39333 for a link to all the details, plus another chance to enter to win and get qualified for the grand prize. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, let's do the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Monster Mania Con. You can see the biggest names in horror this weekend at Monster Mania Con 55 at the Doubletree and Cherry Hill. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tickets are available online at monstermania.net. We're going to start with a uh, story, a local story. Steve sent this to me inside of the Inquirer. It's a bit lengthy, but uh, stick with me on this. A woman named Christine had braced for the slight cramping that her doctor at Mainline Fertility said uh, to expect during a routine procedure to check her fallopian tubes for blockage, but almost immediately uh, she started to feel searing pain. This was uh, injected into her uterine cavity. Um and they had, uh, she and her husband had come to the practice while uh, they were uh, trying to conceive. She said, I kept saying something's off, something's wrong. Is it supposed to burn? Uh, she recalled that the uh, doctor said, no, it's just saline. Uh, but she started feeling more and more pain. And soon after Bloom finished the procedure and left the room, uh, red welts started forming on Christine's inner thighs and legs. Only then did the ultrasound technician check the solution bottle and realize the horrific error. It wasn't saline. It was, and I'm going to mispronounce this probably, try, uh, try Trichloroacetic acid and 85% concentration rather than saline. 
Basically, this stuff you use to burn warts off with. Oh, my God. So it's very caustic. And that's what they injected into her. Yeah. And she kept telling them that it's burnt. And they're like, no, it's the saline. It's okay. It's okay. They didn't realize what what had happened. Would later be diagnosed as first and second degree internal and external chemical burns. Uh, Seven months later, her reproductive organs are marred with scar tissue resembling leather, she said. Uh, The couple do not know whether they can realize their dream of having a family or not after this. But um, there was a lawsuit. The couple are seeking answers and monetary damages uh, through a lawsuit filed in March. And the Philadelphia Court of Common Pleas alleges the error resulted from negligence, recklessness, and failure to follow uh, best practices. But uh, they have now removed the trichloracetic uh, acid from all offices and have stopped using it to treat patients. I don't know what they were using it for outside. Right. Can you? So, you, again, I was reading the article and they, they didn't know the protocol, what to do. Did yeah. they, did it's they in reali- the system. Did they realize while she was still in their, their office? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then, then they, she got, they took her to the hospital uh, right away but they didn't you know what do you do at that you, point you, there's yeah yeah <laughs> it doesn't happen and so they're trying to figure out how to how to get this taken care of it's in her body yep so uh up until the late 1980s and early 1990s uh trichloracetic acid was primarily used as an herbicide to kill certain grasses and weeds harmful to crops it's also been utilized to etch the surface of metal and remove tattoos man but diluted to 30 percent hers was 85 percent so uh, New Jersey has placed it on the state's special health hazard substance list. Uh, there's little research uh, on its carcinogenesis genicity in humans. So medical terms are so difficult. So I don't know what the status is of her, but it's a pretty bizarre story. So I thought I would uh, include that in the B file. Uh, a French daredevil known for scaling skyscrapers around the world has died after falling from the 68th floor of a building in Hong Kong. Uh, Remy Lucidi, 30 years old. What's that? Is that Spider-Man? I don't, he's 30 years old. Uh, there are a few different people that yeah, call yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. so I'm not sure, Casey. Uh, he was at the Tregunter Tower Complex in Hong Kong when he fell to his death after reportedly getting trapped outside a penthouse. According to investigators, uh, Lucidi arrived at a building in the evening and told the security guard that he was visiting a friend on the 40th floor. He's believed to have made his way to the top floor, and he got trapped outside and frantically started knocking on a window, startling a maid. He then lost his footing and fell and boom. So I, I saw tons of footage of this guy doing stuff, and it is crazy. And it, you look at it, and it makes you queasy what he was doing. And then yep. eventually, you know, you, you lose. It's a ticking clock yeah. if you're doing something like that regularly. <coughs> Hong Kong officials claim the building security guard attempted to cross-examine uh, Lushidi's claim of visiting a friend on the 40th floor, but the stuntman had already caught an elevator by then. Police found his sports camera at the scene, which contained videos of extreme sports. Shortly before his death, he had posted a photograph of the Hong Kong skyline on his Instagram profile. And according to his social media page, he attempted stunts in various parts of the world, such as Bulgaria, Pol- Portugal, France, Ukraine, and Dubai. Uh, he started climbing skyscrapers in 2016, and since then, the stuntman traveled around the world attempting different kinds of stunts. Do you have any no. level of vertigo? Oh, vertigo? Yeah. Um, Not what I would call vertigo, but I can get, I can feel funky. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't get dizzy and things like that. But if I were to stand at that height, I would want to get away from it. If you get a chance, I've mentioned it before, the movie Fall yeah. uh, is is pretty wild. And it's well done. It's two women who are uh, trapped on this broadcast tower 
It's, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, but they, it, it's, the script is smart. Wow. A woman has miraculously survived a crocodile attack that lasted 90 minutes before she was hauled to safety. 90 minutes. Palm oil plantation worker, uh, Familra de Jesus, I can't speak today. Jesus, thank you, Casey, uh, was collecting water from a weed-covered stream in Indonesia, unaware that the beast was lurking beneath the foliage. As she approached to scoop up some water, the reptile leaped up and dragged her into the creek. Uh, She then bravely fought off the beast and screamed for help with other employees rushing to her aid. And footage shows the hapless woman floating in the pool with only her head visible. She was seen slowly sinking as the reptile tried to pull her away while frantic workers used a pole to prod the waters. Locals said the crocodile had a hold of terrified Falmira for around 90 minutes as it toyed with her. 90 minutes. Her colleagues were too afraid to venture into the water because... They might yeah. get attacked. Uh, help arrived at the remote location, and they eventually managed to grab her and haul her out of the swamp. She was rushed to the hospital with severe injuries to her limbs. Oh, Why did I ever do this? Police said that she's recovering in a hospital, having suffered deep puncture wounds on her right arm, thigh, and lower leg. Uh, that has to be the record for the amount of time in, held in yeah. the jaws of a crocodile. Local media reported that she was recovering in intensive care. Doctors were monitoring her condition, fearing the severe bites might lead to infections. Uh, the Indonesian archipelago is home to 14 types of crocodiles, by the way, with a large population of extremely large and violent estuarine crocodiles that flourish in the region's climate. Estuarine crocodiles, whatever. Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah. That is insane, and that is why it is in the Bizarre File this morning. All right, we need a winner for the secret text word. Kathy, we put it to you. What number caller, please? Number four. All right, four. Good caller. number. You need to know the secret text word, and you need to call now. And if you do, and you give it to us, you win. We have a prize, and we'll get a random texter to win as well. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Well, sublime this morning on 93.3 WMMR, Santeria. 
was the name of that movie with Martin Sheen? Santeria. Uh, oh, that uh, it was. Um, it was uh, mm-hmm. the Believers. The Believers. With, uh, also, uh, um, God, it's a really good movie. It's really it's a movie. freaky movie, and mm. I'm not not John Stamos, but uh, God, no, wasn't from John L.A. Stamos. Law. Uh, he um, Corbin Mernson? No, the he's also in the in the uh, Phantom Menace. Okay, and oh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith was in it. That's yes. right. Yeah. It was a weird movie, and that was the only time I remember. That was the first time I had ever heard of Santeria, and of course, right after that, I was terrified of Santeria. It, it has some freaky scenes in it, and you remember, uh-huh. you think everything is over. Not to give a spoiler alert at the end, but you realize that the yes. wife has now become a, to protect the family has be, yeah. embraced it. The Believers. Yeah, it's a good movie. Good call there. All right, uh, uh, we are looking for caller number four. We need to give something away for the secret text word, and it's Ruth, that we are going to go to. Good morning, Ruth. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ruth is fired up. All right. Ruth, you're one word away from winning. What is our secret text word today? Squid. Squid. <laughs> that is great. All right. Hang on a second, Ruth. Oh, my God. We are going to give you a four-pack of Adventure Aquarium admission tickets. Do they have any squid at the Adventure Aquarium? I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen squid floating around in, a, in one of their tanks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Adventure Awaits. It is Shark Summer at Adventure Aquarium featuring Scuba Tooth Fairy and the largest collection of sharks in the Northeast. And for tickets, you can visit AdventureAquarium.com. Make today an adventure. And we also want to congratulate our random texter, and that's Amy Smith, who is from Barrington, New Jersey. So congratulations, Amy. You get the four-pack of tickets to Adventure Aquarium, one of the crowding jewels of our area, yeah. in my personal opinion. Love that place. All right, let's give something else away. Uh, lesson question time. We have a four-pack of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Oh, love the Another Renaissance Another fantastic thing to go do. Yes. Yeah. And the question we have for you this morning is... The fudgy-wudgy guy on the beach could face some stiff competition from another vendor selling which singular item? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the number. Or if you have the answer, you know the... Never mind. You know what's going on. Leave me alone. I thought I messed up the phone number for a yeah, second, yeah. and I started fixating on that. Uh, but I got it right. 215-263-WMMR. The fudgy-wudgy guy on the beach could face some stiff competition from another vendor selling which singular item called now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Paramount Pictures. Cowabunga, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem is in theaters now. And you can get your hands and shell on the big New Yorker pizza. Pizza party. Back for a limited time at participating Pizza Hut locations. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Sharon Stone telling Chris Wallace that Basic Instinct turned her into a movie star literally overnight. Said Stone, quote, that movie really opened up my vagina. Oh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Bezos and fiance Lauren Sanchez reportedly lunched with guests Oprah Winfrey and Gail King aboard his half-billion-dollar super yacht recently. Bezos then arranged for an IMAX screening of Oppenheimer on the side of his wallet. Oh, my God. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. And finally, Ariana Grande is giving her boyfriend, Ethan Slater, one month to divorce his estranged wife, Lily J. Grande says if Slater goes any longer, her genitals will once again become publicly traded. Aw. <laughs> <And that's 100%. laughs> 
righty. Uh, let's see if someone does indeed have the answer we're looking for. Fudgy Wudgy Guy on the Beach could face some stiff competition from another vendor selling which singular item. We will go to Bob, see if we can get that answer. Yo, Bob, morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Awesome. Bob, All right. Bob what is that singular item that the Fudgy Wudgy Guy might be facing off against? Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Bob. You just got yourself some tickets, a four-pack of them to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, August 19th through October 29th in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Get ready to live the excitement and adventure of jousting nights and royal delights. Buy advanced tickets at parenfair.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Also brought to you by Paramount Pictures, Cowabunga, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem is in theaters now. You can get your hands on and hands and shell on the big New Yorker pizza. Back for a limited time at participating Pizza Hut locations. And thank you to Pizza Hut for dropping off a bunch this morning. It's quite tasty. Bro, I know you're holding on to brownie. Now. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting till noon and then I'm going to have some. <laughs> and a giant brownie. A huge effing giant. brownie. All right, we're going to start with this. Tommy Lee has posted another nude picture of himself online. Don't claim it's an accident this time. No, he didn't. This time it's a photo of his butt. And he's uh, standing in a pool showing off his bare bottom. (laughs) Uh, And he wrote, hope y'all are having a dope Monday or Monday or whatever effing day it is. Is it? I mean, Kathy, take a look at his ass. Uh, see if the picture's over it's there. It's over here, Kathy. Uh, is, that, is that enjoyable, or is, should that stop? Uh, it's, yeah, no, there's, like, not much there. Yeah, okay. Little tiny hiney. <laughs> Little tiny hiney. Uh, almost like an anniversary shot, it was one year ago this month that he posted a full frontal selfie that was eventually taken down from Instagram. And because of that image, Tommy was one of the most Google-searched artists of 2022. Ah. Yep. You know, he likes wings. He likes to eat wings. Tommy, uh, Tommy, Tommy want, want wingies when he can yeah. get wingy. Tommy want wingy. Lincoln Park <laughs> is featured in the new artist series of the virtual reality fitness app Supernatural. Uh, the boxing and cardio workout platform plays hits of the ba- by the band while the fitness coach leads you through a vigorous workout. It's a good uh, training thing if you want to take on demons. Uh, Lincoln Park recently repackaged the release of their sophomore album, Meteora 20th Century Edition, which originally came out in 2003. To date, the album has sold over 8 million copies in the U.S. and has certified multi-platinum, platinum, and gold in 15 countries. With all these apps, and we are just talking about a Mr. Softy app and so on and so forth, what percentage of apps that are currently on your phone do you use with any regularity? Oh, man, you know, probably less than 10. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top says that the band will never retire. When asked about ever... Oh, Billy. Asked about ever slowing down, the singer and guitarist quoted Keith Richards. He said that the Rolling Stone once told him, man, if we're lucky enough to follow the words of Muddy Waters, do it until you die. And Muddy Waters did just that. Uh, Gibbons said that they also have some new tracks upcoming. And this summer, they are on the road with Leonard Skinner on the sharp-dressed Simple Man tour. Which is a great double bill, by the way. That's terrific, yeah. And speaking of Skinner, on October 13th, they will celebrate the 50 years 
of Southern Rock that they have played with their release of a career-spanning box set titled 50. 50 years. Yeah, the four-CD and digital collection will touch on various phases of the band's storied history, including their early Muscle Shoals recordings, as well as two previously unreleased live tracks, one of which is a 1976 recording of Freebird, and uh, that's from Atlanta's Fox Theater. And just like the spelling of the band's name, 50 is spelled with a Y instead of an I. So mm-hmm. they're kind of playing off that. I go through um, I go through phases with Leonard Skinner. There are times when I rediscover that band and just go, man, were they great musicians. They, and then there are other times I'm like, turn it off. I don't want to hear it right now. You know what I mean? There was a live version I'd taken off the radio. I was up in New York. It was a concert for NEW, which was MMR basically up in New York. And they did a live version of Freebird. And I love, yeah. I mean, it was a sucker for it. It was sensational. Yeah. You want to know something stupid that happens in my head uh, every time I hear the band's name ZZ Top? Mm. So the French uh, way of saying the letter Z is Z. Yes. Yeah. And so the, the the name of the band in France is ZZ Top. Mm. Right. And I can't hear ZZ Top without <laughs> thinking automatically ZZ Top. Interesting. Oh, I was yeah. over in Europe, you know, a couple yeah. weeks ago, and it, yeah, and then Zed was is that yeah. the uh, Pulp Fiction? Well, uh, like yeah, uh, Zed's dead. Yeah, but that's, uh, it's the, it's how you say like the French word, uh, the way of saying the letter Y is Ycrec, and uh, who the hell can say that? But, yeah, but in, uh, it's interesting though because you mentioned uh, in French and the letter Y because Rush Y Y Z they call it Y Y Z. Yeah. But they don't call it. How do you say why? Ycrac. 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 I'm going to say the name of this album, but you need to put on a smack first. Mm-hmm. Also, they say W-W-A. Yes. Which is double V, not double U. That's, Nick, that's the one thing I retained from my French. W-W-A. It's kind of that it, that way in Spanish, too. Is it? Yeah. W-W-A. Anyway, okay. Back on our language lessons. Paul McCartney, final story, has announced his first Australian tour date since 2017. Uh, The Got Back Tour this fall includes six dates during October and November. He commented online and said, I've got so many amazing memories of my time in Australia over the years. (laughs) Last trip was so much fun. We had such an incredible time. Uh, the Beatles, it'll kick off in 19, uh, in, I'm sorry, Adelaide, where in 1964, the Beatles had an estimated 350,000 people <sighs> line the streets between the airport and the town hall to catch a glimpse of them. There's too many people! <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Of course, the 350,000. Get away from the car! <laughs> Go to hell! <laughs> what did I ever come to your stinking continent? He seems so nice. He does. You know, but when you peel back the layers, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's just a, a raw there's nerve. a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it in music news. One final $50 gift card from Pizza Hut to give away. We'll take caller number 25 at 215-263-WMMR. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is in theaters now. 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Get your hands to gel on the new Big New Yorker pizza back for a limited time. I just said that a second ago. But it's Say it again. Participating Pizza Hut location. So call her 25-215-263-WMMR. You get that gift card. We'll take a break. Come back. Letter of the day. Word of the week. And so on when we return. The MMR is coming to your neighborhood. Tomorrow 
at 6. It's the Preston and Steve Belly Flop Championship at the Valley Pool at Valley Forge Casino. Watch as 12 MMR listeners take the plunge for a shot at the cash prize. Plus, wear your swimsuit to take a dip in the pool, free and post-flopping, and enjoy a special MMR-themed menu at the food truck inside the Valley Beach Poolside Club. Doors open at 5. Must be 21 plus to attend. Join Nick McLean Friday from 8 to 10 at the Beer Garden in Eakins Oval for a special Pearl Jam theme night powered by Milk Boy. Check out the Oval every weekend, Friday through Sunday, for family-friendly events for August 20th. Sponsored by Parks and Rec and the Philly Parkway Council. On a Wednesday morning, of which the weather... Oh, Steve, your mic's not. Of which the weather is phenomenal. Uh, 83 degrees and sunshine and uh, this humidity being away, I could get used to all summer long. Hypothetical situation here. Do you think we get an inverse of July and August? Because like, uh, July was pretty steaming. Yeah, July, July was not. I guess so. I, th- I think, you know. I'm pulling for that. And I don't mind 90 degree temperature. No. It's just as absolutely damp as it was. In, in, uh, it was just killing oh. you. Absolutely just oppressive. So uh, we're getting a great break. So hopefully you can enjoy some outdoor stuff. I would like to thank Rory Cheddarwiz oh. for being by this morning. His last yeah. name is Ehrlich, and his mom, Aaron, came by. Uh, Rory is six years old. He's got a world-class mullet, and he's running for a competition called Mullet Champ to be. He's in, in the kids' division. He's made it to the top 25 in the yeah. country. And he's got... Honestly, a great smile, and his picture looks very... He's smiling in the picture. I think he stands out amongst the pack, and it's all for a great cause. He looks a lot like his mom, by the way. Yes, yeah. That smile. So, uh, you can start voting for him on the 7th. We'll remind you about that uh, next week, or... Yeah, and uh, and we'll see if we can push this through and let him become the champion of our our area. Thank you to Pizza Hut for dropping off the uh, pizzas, the Zaz, as my friends and I used to call it. Pizza party. Uh, and it's in conjunction with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is in theaters today. Mutant Mayhem is in theaters today, by the way, so uh, we appreciated the pizza party. Pizza! P-I-C-C-A Um... That's all you need, most definitely. All right, uh, I guess we need to do the letter of the day then, shouldn't we? Yes! Gonna yes. be you, Case? Yeah. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show brought to you by the letter. O, as in Kathy, O-range. It's not even a word. All right, and we have two more to go, and then we give away a four-pack of three-day tickets to see Jelly Roll and many more artists at Tidal Wave Music Festival. That's August 11th through the 13th on the beach in Atlantic City. Jelly Roll is performing live on Sunday the 13th. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, TidalWaveFest.com for complete details, and you can text Jelly to 39333 for a link to Sarah's recent interview with Jelly, jelly Donut. <laughs> and another chance to win a pair of three-day tickets as well. So make sure that you do that. Uh, I will take this moment to thank our fine sponsors. The President Steve Radio Program brought to you today by Duncan. And the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Uh, where's my music? Uh, Where is it? Oh, right. I'm, wrong one. Here we go. Thank you. Where is yeah. it? <laughs> Paul, please. Wrapping up the show. Where's the closing music? What are you, stupid? Somebody texted and said, Angry Paul needs a sitcom. 
<laughs> and also brought to you by the fully loaded breakfast cheesesteak from Manhattan Bagel. Order ahead at ManhattanBagel.com. Tomorrow on our program, we might have our buddy Tom Pop on. Uh, he's got a gig coming up in Wilmington. And uh, so we're going to see if he can uh, touch base with us uh, tomorrow. So that's it. We are done. Rage on and have yourself a great day. We'll see you again. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP.